place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics Town This episode of the Sunspots Comics Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Check out their huge, mungus, ginormical selection of nerdy, fun t-shirts at popuptea.com. They have a shirt for every nerdy thing you could possibly think of. I'm serious. Use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order on popuptea.com. Even the clearance stuff, which is already so low in price. But go and check them out and thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Go check them out at popuptea.com. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Latore. Thank you so much for joining us here. This week, my co-host, Michael Norris, and I, we review and discuss and talk about and laugh about and basically do a commentary, a page-by-page commentary of Saga of the Swamp Thing, issue book number one. So it's about 203 pages, and it comes from the mid-80s. Uh, so it's it's one of those Alan Moore classics that's just held in the highest regards, and I've him and I both just never read it, and so we finally decided to jump in there and check it out. Uh, spoiler alert, of course, in case you haven't read Saga of the Swamp Thing, the Alan Moore run, and follow along with us. Uh, we grabbed it on Comixology and pretty much go page by page, so grab Saga of the Swamp Thing, follow along with us as we do a sort of commentary review, and we break it all down, talking about Saga of the Swamp Thing. So without further ado... Enjoy, here you go, Saga of the Swamp Thing, Michael Norris and I, breaking it down. Here you go, enjoy! Okay, I'm here with Michael Norris. How you doing, Mr. Michael Norris? Good, man, how are you? I'm excellent. Look at us, we're face-ish to face Ten feet apart? (laughs) Ten to twelve feet apart, (laughs) with our new dual mic lapel lapel mics. First time uh, we're doing it this way, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice to do it in person, man. In person and equally uh, sounding just crisp, sounding well, handsome. Let's let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hope so. So we're here to, to discuss Saga of the Swamp Thing Book One. We picked this up on Comixology. It's on the Unlimited, so it didn't cost us anything other than the subscription cost. It's two hundred and three pages. This is written by Alan Moore. So uh, this came out, I believe, in nineteen eighty something. Mid eighties. Mid eighties. Eighty four. But I, I'm pretty certain this was Alan Moore's first U.S. work. Real, okay. You know, at least significant U.S. work. He was in European comics before that, right? Yeah. In fact, uh, if you read the, the forward there by Len Wayne, that he kind of talks about how he was impressed with this British author. And he simply called him to see if he was interested. And then a few days later, he heard back from him that he would. And I normally, when there are paragraphs of text like that right yes us comic readers we tend to just screech yeah. in agony but it, I, I saw it was from Len Wein or, and who was the other one by the other forward uh, who was the other one by uh, it was Ramsey Campbell well I met Len Wein I think one time we were together yep. when we met him we did and do you, were you with me the time when we were at the con and Len Wein had a Swamp Thing action figure in his hand I do not remember that okay. I wish I did that was then I was alone, and I think it was Long Beach Comic Con, and I saw that I saw Len Wein first, and I saw that he was purchasing the DC. It was in the white box, some of them that uh-huh. you have, the flashes you've bought, uh-huh. and it was a Swamp Thing figure. 
and there's Len Wein looking for the guy to pay for <laughs> yeah for for this swamp thing that he is such an you know integral part of well, of, of its creation he's co-creator of swamp thing yeah i mean for me he i love swamp thing and he's also the co-creator of wolverine it's like and not not just yeah. but just various dc and marvel characters but for me those are the two most significant and he was involved in creating both of them yeah and you're right the forwards were great both oh, of them yeah both of them captured my interest you know they sure did and so we do recommend it although it's like you know three pages of text <laughs> Uh, definitely read along too. Um, grab this if you will. Uh, like we got it on Comicsology, like I said, and it's 203 pages. Follow along with us. We're gonna go kind of page by page. The first act will probably move kind of quick because it was ending some stuff we didn't read prior. Uh, one little fun note is like the first comic I, or maybe the first or second comic book I ever bought, was Saga of the Swamp Thing issue number 28. And this doesn't cover it. It doesn't get to it. <laughs> but I remember reading it back then. It's 1984. I was 12 years old and it was way over my head. I didn't get it, I didn't know where it was going, it was way too adult, it was too nuanced, uh, and a lot of adult things I didn't have grasp of. And you had a similar type experience with that reading yeah, Swamp Thing I, when you I were young. Yeah, I started reading Swamp Thing in the 90s. I mean, I was fascinated with the character. I remember watching the, the Swamp Thing movies, which I should not have been watching as a child. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> um, uh, who did those uh, movies? Who's the guy that does the Escape from New York? Um, Kurt. No, 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 the, the oh, director. John Carpenter. John Carpenter yes. did the first Swamp Thing. And I watched that when it was on, probably on HBO at the time. Yeah. I watched that one. I watched the second one. I watched the Swamp Thing TV show that was on USA for years. The wow. Swamp Thing cartoon. I mean, so I've been... But the movie even had some nudity in it. So I, I like, did. That was like, you know, gosh, and, nudity and was, was like... It was it was watching the work of a serial killer. <laughs> you know, don't God forbid you see a boob or something. I was, might as well see forty people being murdered. I was probably <laughs> seven or eight, and it was the most violent thing I remember watching. Yeah. But I was fascinated by this guy in literally a green suit with like a little bit of seaweed yes. on him or something. Right. It was so bad, but yeah, it, you know, and and so that just kind of started my fascination. So when I started working in a comic book shop in the nineties, you know, uh, Swamp Thing was a Vertigo title at the time, so it was the edgy title. And I just randomly grabbed an issue, and I, man, I, I read, I probably picked it up for the last 60 issues of the run, and it was all during Grant Morrison and Mark Millar's run. And yeah. it, at, even being, you know, 17, 18, reading that, it was still over my head. Wow. You know, so. So, yeah, you, reading, you had similar thoughts and feelings. I yeah. even watched the cartoon uh, yeah. for, for a smidge. I have started the cartoon over again. Just recently? Nice. Yes, just recently. Awesome, and the and the DC uh, DCU show, oh. which um, for me was uh, it was all the action scenes were amazing. Yeah, is what I told you prior without spoiling anything. It just seemed to lack. Also, they 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 shot itself in the legs right out of the gate. Yeah, saying like this, it's season the series is canceled. Yeah, before episode one came out on the yeah. on the DCU, so it uh, had a strange start. Although I heard CW is going to like re-air it. Like it's a uh, brand new series kind of thing, even weekly, not just let you binge it. I so hope maybe it takes there's off. some hope. I hope so because I loved it. I thought it was great, and in fact, as you read this volume, there are cues that they took right out of this volume into the TV show. Yes, they did. And they I won't come across. Those. I'll, I'll do my best not to spoil it as we read apart. <laughs> but there are direct cues, and a lot of the players that are in this, in fact, most of the players that are in this volume are in that TV show. 
Nice. Well, we should clarify, we are going to spoil this. Oh, absolutely. We will spoil this comic. Absolutely. You're, I see what you're trying to avoid spoiling the show. Yeah, spoiling the show. But we could probably just spoil that, too. I yeah. mean, that's, uh, I mean, maybe some new people yeah, I'll, will see I'll it on some, CW. You know, I'll, I'll tie some pieces here and there into there. Right. So. Oh, and we should also mention, of course, this is written by Alan Moore, the master Alan Moore. And, and it was art well, by uh, four people. I got a little disclaimer on Alan Moore. I don't really like him. <laughs> I have not. This is the only thing I've read of Alan Moore's that I liked. Really? Yeah, you blasphemy? Even The know? Watchmen? I uh, didn't. Or uh, didn't. The Distinguished Gentleman? Nope. The, uh... None of them. Okay, interesting. None of them. I just, I, I think if I would have read them in the time that they came out and be at a certain age, I would have enjoyed it. Never cared. Interesting. All so. right. So this is your favorite works from Alan Moore. Uh, absolutely. The only works, really. <laughs> <laughs> the only. Interesting. And art for people, there was uh, Stefan Bissett, John Totalbin, Dan Day, and Rick Vetch. Yeah, and Rick Vetch, he did a great run on Aquaman. Oh, really? He, yeah, what year? What, what decade? What? Well, this, I, if, if I remember correctly, I want to say it was the run where, like, Aquaman, after he lost his hand in the 90s, okay. then he got, like, a water hand back or something. I want right. to say it's right that in that time period. Hand. Okay. Yeah. And I thought he did a, a, a real fun run on that. Nice. So. Aquaman's one that, for me, I've uh, uh, some great art through the years, and I've, I've read about as much Aquaman as I did Flash, yeah. which I didn't read very much of, but thankfully... Uh, you forced me to read some Flash that I really so enjoyed. So, are you telling me I need to pick some Aquaman books here? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, read the forwards. Uh, these covers were something of just of just sheer excellence. Yeah, I have to say these covers yeah. are just gorgeous. Seventy-five cents issue number twenty is where we start. I think this goes twenty to twenty-six if you're following along by issues. Because it doesn't get to that twenty-eighth <laughs> issue, which for me was the very first <laughs> one of my issue. first comics ever. We gotta go to volume two. Does I, I think I have to. And book yeah. two is on Comixology. Yeah. So maybe you and I have to go with the Saga Swamp Thing. Book two, we'll see. But man, issue number 20, cover the blues, the greens, the Swamp Thing on fire. And also he's kind of running towards us. Yes. This sort of dimension that's just fantastic. Well, and he's got fear on his face. Yeah. This is, a, this is a creature that probably doesn't show much fear. And he's got some fear right there. Like bullets passing through him and his back is on fire. It's just, it's a wonderful splash of colors. They do that... Um, what you see in a lot of the Swamp Thing is those sort of the the distance, the um, the twilight, the sun going down is like these thin lines. Yeah. Even a lot of the art is done that way with sort of these repeating thin lines. A lot of hashtag lines. Yes, hashtag yeah. lines. Yes, I love it. And uh, and and man, this first act though, uh, I, I told you off off uh, pod, I was lost. I was a little <laughs> lost. This does feel like it ends an arc in the first few issues. Well, so we needed to kind of read. 18, 17, 19, and kind of... Yeah, and if, if you read the Ford, you understand that. that cause he, um, A smidge. He, yeah, Len Wing says, basically, Alan Moore started at the end of an arc and said... And in fact, this issue is called Loose Ends. And Alan Moore just was like, okay, we're going to tie up all these loose ends from the previous arcs and move on. So yeah. this is kind of a, a, an end cap to what's happened before this. And they ended kind of quickly... I mean, I had difficulty with just like if we were to break this into three acts. Yeah. I, I was a little lost here. But page one grabbed me in such an awesome way. The framework, right? Oh, yeah. Of these sort of uh, like almost like um, commandment ta commandment tablets, yeah. right? Of stone. Yeah. Uh, laying out the, uh, the the creators behind it. But it just it's this beautiful framework of the Swamp Thing kind of an agony. And that smoke is done in that same sort of lines. Yeah. Those repeating lines that they do with smoke and showing the, the sort of characters here was beautiful, I thought. Well, and as you look at, as we've read this, 
I I recognize these characters on here for the most part. And you know, some of it is characters that we get rid of. Some of it is characters that kind of keep going through. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Interesting. Well, they show this sort of wreckage initially with like a like a spaceship <laughs> and like a weird sort of. <laughs> I think it was. I think it's basically the Legion of Doom's headquarters. Is it? It's yeah. It's kind of that. And it's just this wreckage, and he's he even has like an alien corpse that he's just sort of. <laughs> a, is is that an alien corpse? Like, what is he doing? No, it's it's, it's Alistair Arcane. It's his arch nemesis. Okay. This was the guy that. He, but it's his corpse. He's dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. Okay. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> you know. You know. Again, watching from old Swamp Thing movies and TV shows, that was always his arch nemesis. And right here, it's like, oh, he's dead. Gonna move it on. Okay. So you see, the narrative talks to him, right? And I've being familiar with Alan Moore's narrative, yeah. he does that thing sometimes in comics where the narrative has nothing to do with sort of what is physically happening yeah. in the panel. So I think I was a little thinking that he was gonna do that again, when in reality it says here that he's no, mentioning it's, Arcane. Yeah, it's full exposition right But I, it, I don't think at any point, because he doesn't speak it or say it, that this corpse that he grabs is arcane. Yeah, he all he say says like, is goodbye, arcane. He yeah, all he says is you were my my opposite, you know. But I had seen, you know, looking at previous issues, I had seen this arcane before, and they've kind of used his imagery in the in future issues of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I was a little still just like he's just looking at corpses <laughs> in this wreckage, you know. Again, a little lost, but you peeked into the previous. I didn't. I came. I went into this. I read them actually. Here. You did. I've read them. Yeah. Recently or just in the past years? Within the last couple of years. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, then I'd love to hear your perspective on certain things. Because, like, I was, you know, initially <laughs> it's showing this uh, this old man and this this uh, sort of military operative with the scar yeah. down the, the, his left eye. Yeah. That, that, that very common, <laughs> that trope of that some sort of being... Just misses your eye by a smidge, but man, puts a big old huge scar on your on your forehead right. and down your cheek. But just misses your eye by exactly. Who doesn't move their head back quick <laughs> enough? Come on, just move it. But yeah, that this guy, um, I wasn't as familiar with because I don't remember as much on that run. Okay. But this is basically Swamp Thing's version of Thunderbolt Ross. Okay. This is the guy that's hunting him, the military guy. That's who this is. I see. You know, and they actually repurposed this character in the Swamp Thing TV show. Mm, okay. And I didn't, I right. didn't catch that until I finished the show, which I finished before we read this. And then I read this, I go, oh, ah. okay, that's who that's supposed to be. I see. Nice. Well, I'm glad you initially remembered who it was because I was, uh, again, a, a little lost. But, yeah, I do remember him from the show. Um, but I like that we're getting the gist here of this, this government entity, right? Yeah. That sort of knows everything that's kind of going on and knows about Swamp Thing right off the bat. He just lays it out there on yeah. page, uh, what, 17. He's like... Yeah, and he wants them. He wants them. He wants to do something with them. He wants to experiment on them. So, you know, and that's kind of the, you know, <laughs> I, I love the, uh, the 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 balls that go on the desk, you know, the suspended balls that you... Yeah. The, the pendulum metal. balls that you hit. Right. It's like, okay, come on. That was always the evil genius in uh, the 80s movies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Had to have them on his desk. And they never speak of it, but like, is, no. this, is this bothering you? Yeah. It's, it's like this loud this metal clanking. Coming. Yeah. Is this bugging you by chance? It helps me think. <laughs> right. Well, I love that it's there. But and yeah. We're, and we're introduced to the eagles that are constantly sort of Do you see the one sitting on the globe? Yeah. So well, do, is, do, do you know of any uh, I Alan did, Moore uh, being fascinated with eagles or even no, if this is just an artist thing? That the I think the eagles were representative of this military group. 
And well, maybe that was something we had to get out of the other run. But he keeps run. going with it. I mean, I, not to leap forward, but, you know, like page 70 or 80, it's still... I have no idea. Eagles. He uses... He makes the uh, panel in the shape of an eagle I, and then paints the art in, in the panel shape of an eagle. Again, it's going to show, show my shortcomings, <laughs> but I never saw it. I never paid attention <laughs> You didn't to see the it. eagle? It was not a detail All I right, cared I'm going to point him out when we get to him. But we're uh, on page 17. Uh, page 18 is the first time we see just a random eagle on the top left. And then we uh, see this couple that not only got into this crazy car crash because the windows are all smashed in but they just finished having sex clearly <laughs> yeah. so what, did they roll the truck and then and decided just, to get it I on like how, how did this work i don't know <laughs> and again this you know with this issue tying up loose ends these were characters i didn't recognize and they they disappear they disappear after this they're done yeah they are gone for a good period it, of time because she's, she's almost topless there must have been glass everywhere and they they clearly had sex and then they're just walking afterwards well the, the relationship definitely has some issues well yeah th i don't think there is a relationship because she, he wants one she doesn't and she knows it was a mistake and we, <laughs> we get two pages sex. yeah we get two pages of of basically you know of her letting him down yeah and eagle again yeah, page eagle. 19 there's the other side of the eagle <laughs> but then but we get back to again as i say any good comic whatever character you have needs to be in those issues ideally on every page yeah you know and, and get 21 back to front and center it's all swamp thing swamp thing it's like he just fills the pages oh and the art the art, art is so great on oh. this whichever yeah. one of those four artists or five artists that we <laughs> named this one's dan dan day dan? okay this one's dan day gorgeous yeah. Just such detail. The coloring is fantastic. It just gives this... I, I always like the brownish-green yeah. tubes they give him that just kind of yeah, accent everything. And Yeah. Yeah, and like page 21, where middle of the page where he's kind of coming out of the shadows. Yeah. You know, it's first he's just like this black silhouetted figure with the red eyes. I love yeah. that. And comes into the foreground with like a lot of it, black swashes covering him. Yeah. And what's interesting is he's at a motel looking for the couple that was on the other two pages. And he's just kind of, apparently they were friends. He's just kind of like, hey, they're not back yet. All right, well, I guess I'll keep moving on, you know. He's yeah. looking for them? Yeah. Okay. He, he says it right there. You know, he's may as well back that's here right. and uh, Dennis or Liz is not here. And that's who that was on the other two pages was Dennis and Liz. Okay. Yeah, I was, I, I was still struggling at this point to kind of grasp everything yeah. you know there was there was a lot thrown at you quickly if you're reading this just cold but um like 20 page 22 is the the still the military regime gearing up yep i imagine to find the swamp yep. thing they've got some leads they're going after him it must be due to the past thing where the spaceship crashed they kind of know swamp thing was there right what you know again in my head i just went this is thunderbolt ross going after swamp thing right and uh, then they, they really spent a lot of time on this bottle, this Mighty Moose bottle of alco alcohol that's <laughs> like poured onto the top of the panel, but it does that, that breaking the fourth wall where the, where the alcohol's bleeding into yeah. the art, yeah. into the panel of art. Well, and even gets, when you get to page 23, it bleeds into a panel down below. What I took out of that is, so this is Matt and Abby Cable. Okay, Abby becomes a major Swamp Thing character. Matt at this time is her husband and just as i kind of read through it, it he has a drinking problem yeah and that's what that bottle is kind of bleeding into for right me. it doesn't it's subtle though it doesn't say like matt is drinking this no and it's just there as and you could you could actually take this as she and him yeah until later but at this point you're going like will they both have an alcohol problem yeah. like what is it, i like that subtlety it's left there for your yeah. interpretation well and not just that but i love how like on page 23 they get the faces kind of blurry 
they really make them if you look at the panel yeah. right in the middle with Abby and then with Matt and how they they just kind of make them indistinct but they're very recognizable as them just great very subtle artwork yeah and then page 24 we get to another one of those commandment tablets yeah I don't know what that is and I think that again like the alcohol is a subtle way saying Matt has been infected by something or yeah. has a curse or so, something something's on him and you know he's trying to get trying to get a little frisky with his wife and she's just not having it right now <laughs> she just basically turns him down and he gets pissed well at least like the other girl she at least stops before the sex happens yeah where the other girl was like had the sex and she's like you know this was yeah, a mistake this, this, this was a big mistake <laughs> but you, didn't, you should have told me that in this 45 minutes of sex we we're having yeah <laughs> yeah but then, so then we get to the stops it prior then we get to the weirdness uh, this page is great page 25 <laughs> I cracked up and I got to see if you interpreted the same way so she says no turns him down yeah and he's finally like good she's gone yeah and you he, I immediately think th he, he wants to masturbate or something because you have the you well, have the, again the the, the uh, tablet in the corner and he creates this sort of holographic image yeah. Of a woman in um, it's her negligee. Is, is that it's Abby? It's very long hair. She doesn't have that long well, hair. Well, yeah, he's he's kind of made some changes, but you know, and he's creating a holographic vision of his wife in his lap. Yeah, right. As they pan away, it's like he's it's like this is a strange bit of porn that he's I, looking at. I, I when I when I first <laughs> read this issue, really I thing. read it as he's drunk and he's seen in his mind. Okay, but as we move on. We see less and less that this is just in his mind, and it's a power he's got. I mean, yeah, it's in his hand, right? And he's yeah. creating this blue image yeah. of his wife in this in this scantily dressed negligee. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's like, it's a plot that kind of sets up for the rest <laughs> of the, the volume, but it's not as important, you know? Right. But it shows that he's creeping on his wife. His wife yeah. turned him down, and he's he's creating a, a phantasm yeah. of her and, and kind of having his jollies. Yeah. And that's just, it's just, okay, so they're all creepy. Yeah. But also I think there, was there some, I mean, in the past you read some of the stuff. There wasn't Matt and a tablet and he got a curse? I don't remember. Some kind of weird powers? I don't remember because okay. it, it never stuck out to me. Hmm. And I'm pretty good at picking up on those cues, you know? I've so been, maybe not. I've been, I've been reading these books for a long time in my life and I remember a lot of things about them, so. <laughs> well, Alan Moore did it with the booze. Maybe he did it with these tablets. He's just, you kind of have to sort of interpret it in your, on your own that he's somehow infected. Yeah, yeah. maybe. And so uh, so then we move on to this this guy with the cowboy hat, right? So yeah. this is a different girl or is this the is it the no. first girl that this we saw? This is the first one and right. you know they're they're back to their her and Liz and Dennis are back to their hotel. They're going to get their stuff because they got to right. get out of town. They're just like we're done, we're getting out of town and moving on getting away from all the weirdness. Yes. Yeah, and I don't know who this dude in the cowboy hat is. I don't remember. He's not really important other than he kind of takes their key and then he goes and gets blown up when he gets into their room. Yeah, I guess we didn't know, need to know who he was. <laughs> but he's just this this uh, this innocent bystander that wanted well, to help this, yeah. this cute woman. And he and then he walks into he, her her room, right, to yeah. get something she I, left. I actually thought of him as the man in the yellow hat from Curious George. <laughs> he does like, look like that. <laughs> he totally looks like a yellow shirt and a yellow, yellow cowboy pants. hat. Yeah. And meets his demise because he wants to help a young woman. Yeah. So there you go. Lesson learned. That's what Alan Moore is telling us here. Don't, Don't help, help people. attractive women. Yeah. But they, yeah, they, blown up. you find that <laughs> somebody booby trapped their room and their room blew up. So now the two of them are sneaking off. They got to get <laughs> out of there. They got to hightail it. Yeah. Eagles again. 
uh, yeah. top of page uh, 28. Hey, I'm fairly observant. And look at the I eagle on the care. flip side at the very bottom of 28. I apparently didn't care about the <laughs> eagles because I never paid attention. <laughs> if Alan Moore's dropping a hint here, uh, this is this this now breaks his uh, his method because alcohol we saw Matt's got a problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, tablet Matt has a power. Yeah. Uh, eagle we never see another reference to. These are just eagles. Yeah. They just I love eagles. Uh, again, I think it's military. I think exactly. the military is involved every time the eagles come up. This page twenty eight. There, I know there's no military there. That, that's what those two creepy guys are. I bet you they're the ones that set the bomb, and that was all hmm. by the military. Well, maybe all by Sutherland. That's the. They're guy's not name. wearing any military garb here. This this gives me the the, the Sutherland vibe. But you go back to twenty nine. Go over to page twenty nine. There's okay. your eagles again, and there's the military. Maybe, but that would be too soon. Twenty eight isn't. They're, yeah. not, they're not. I quite bet there. you in the original <laughs> book it was a, a they were on the same page. So it was like almost like a splash page. Hmm, maybe because they're mirrors of each other. Maybe this was a double page splash, yeah. and we're seeing it different digitally. I don't think so because yeah. they're all just cut panels. But yeah. anyway, we can interpret it. We can spend <laughs> all day trying to figure it out, right? But the military does finally catch up to Swamp Thing. This kind of brings us to that cover, if you will. You got the helicopters firing, and they're they're full on attacking. Oh yeah, this is great because they just they just surround them, you know, and. As the helicopter to, actually flies over <laughs> our head. <laughs> what I, doubt that, I doubt that gets picked up, but <laughs> yeah. You know, and they just, the helicopter comes in, it just pulverizes where... We're not adding a sound effect, everyone. If you hear this, if you can hear a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> to, to go along with, as the light shines upon us. <laughs> Interesting. And there's a swamp thing getting shot at. I'll do the gun sound effect. <laughs> but what, what's interesting about it, it's like you find out that Matt went after Abby, right? At Matt went after Abby, chased her out kind of into the woods to talk, and the helicopter zooms in and blows their house up. Yeah. So right now, to me, it's like all Swamp Thing's allies, somebody's striking them. Yeah. Yep. I like the action picks up very quickly. Yeah. And you've got guys with flamethrowers just dropping fireballs oh. on Swamp Thing. Yeah. So much action on page 31. <laughs> you want to pause it? Helicopter. I guess it is picking it up, yeah. Huh? I think it's only barely picking it up. I think is it's it? kind of nice. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, we'll just keep going. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but so yeah. Fireballs, action, and then double page splash. Let me point out some eagles on page 32 right here. You know, here. I'm going to tell you again, I didn't pay attention to the eagles. Look at the silhouetted eagle at the left side of the yeah. panel, and then the golden, fiery uh, eagle on the right side of the panel. Yeah. I'm going to have to Google this later and see what the significance <laughs> what, of the eagles What's are. up with this eagle? We'll find out that Alan Moore's father was an, uh, an eagle breeder. <laughs> <laughs> and it has nothing to do with what we're seeing. I, I, think, he loves eagles. I think with him being a British writer... He thought the most American thing to put in there would be eagles. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we got. We have to. We'll have to settle that and, and figure out what it is. <laughs> All right. So I love the uh, page 32's action and the silhouetted eagles. <laughs> Getting another pass from the helicopter over our head. It's crazy. <laughs> And we're back. Yeah, we had the helicopter is gone now. <laughs> L little excitement. A little you know. excitement. But uh, anyway, we were on page uh, 32, and we're discussing this two-page splash with, again, eagles. 
Eagles on the left, eagles on the right. You never saw these eagles on this Never paid attention because you know what caught my attention? It's at the bottom. There's a set of panels, of five panels with the with the military guy with the flamethrower. Yeah. And that was so good. Just you, chasing Swamp Thing. Yeah, even that center panel, is that a, um, uh, it looks like a helicopter yeah. crash. Oh, no, like maybe he grabbed it in the in the top panel, right? Yeah. And hurled it, the helicopter down to the ground. You know, and part of this might be, I didn't notice the eagles either because I always read this in the guided view. So each panel pops to me to re be able to read it. Oh. So you got to set up guided view with see full page before you exit. Oh, I didn't know there was there a is that. Setting. It's a little yeah, you can a little slider button. Yeah. It'll even show you the full panel before. Yeah. And then you go back to guided, and then uh, after full, and then gone. I've gotten spoiled on the guided view because now <laughs> it's like I go to read a print copy, and I'm like zoom, zoom, it doesn't zoom. <laughs> nice. I like to have that little to see it full page splash still. All right, so 34, I love the close-ups here. It's oh. just this sniper rifle close-up of Swamp Thing's eye. Yeah. And that blurring effect with that, again, those multiple lines. Yeah. And uh, just him being set aflame is just, it's beautiful. Yeah, the, the, the hash shading there that they do is just fantastic. And then, then him just being consumed in fire and just running. And then you get over to page, you know, 35 and all the bullet holes. Oh, yeah. That perspective, too, on page 35. Oh, yeah. It's this top-down perspective in a panel that goes, yeah. that runs so vertically. Yeah. That takes the entire page vertical top to bottom, but on the right side of the page, mm -hmm. and it's just the top-down of Swamp Thing with all those bullets. That's yeah. just, I love that perspective. You don't ever really see this perspective all no, that much. No, you don't. Because it's hard to make sense of the panel with yeah. that top-down perspective, but man. But it's very clear. He's just getting obliterated. Yeah. You know, there's, they're through his heart, his head, everything. And he's just down, and then, you know, you get over to page 36, and he's just staggering, yeah. falls, and he's just done. And, and I love that it looked, you know, the very last panel. The yellow blood coming out of him. Oh, and yeah. And you, the very last panel shows him, like, on a slab, and then it's just, like, next issue, anatomy lesson. What a way to end an issue. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And even and though you it's gotta tying think up. Of, think 1984, you got to wait 30 days. Oh, oh, no, thank you. Right? No, thank you. But yeah, this, this, uh, even though it was tying up loose ends, I, the back half of this issue was the most enjoyable. It was just, he's being hunted yeah. and he loses. He gets captured. Yeah. I love that the page count too, when you think about being, we're already on, this is 21 now, uh, issue 21 on page 36. Yeah. We got a good amount of pages. It's like yeah. over the standard sort of 20 page count of DC yeah. at the time. This was long, a little longer form storytelling yeah. happening. And the cover for issue number 21, 75 it, cents, it's February one of, 1984. It's one of the classic covers. Yeah. Every time I think of the Saga Swamp thing, this is a cover I see. It also, if you don't, if you squint your eyes a smidge and look at this cover on, on of, of Swamp Thing, Saga Swamp Thing number 21, it's, it's Batman. You have the purple in the foreground. Yeah. You have the, the blue suit and the yellow, the, almost like that's where the bat symbol should be. Yeah. Is the shadowy, and then you got also in the foreground equal with the purple dresser yeah. that says Joker and Batman and everything. <laughs> Didn't they have that vibe to you? <laughs> yeah, a bit. I mean, I looked at it more of like the big yellow in there. It's just the center. That's where your focus should be. Mm -hmm. That's where the man who is in terror is, you know, and Swamp Thing's just kind of the creature coming out of the dark at him. Yeah, I, lo I love how the, the whole house, the framework around it to give it that depth is all kind of purple. Yeah. 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 Issue, issue number 21, Saga of the Swamp Thing, guys. Look at this cover. It's a uh, it's thing of legend. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I, I love the, the way that page 38 just looks with the blue and white lines. Oh, the, the you know, the, the blue and white lines, the 
anatomy lesson at the bottom the way they put all their you know it's, it's a broken body yeah you know they're and they're cutting off the different limbs and just yeah the the, the framing of that's just fantastic they used like 30 percent of the bottom part of that page yeah to lay out that that anatomy lesson um what do they call that when it's the on the ground even has that like where the dead body uh, the is the chalk outline yeah the chalk outline yeah has that feel to it and, and I, i'll get you a little correction on here we keep calling it by page number that page number is the page number of the trade paperback. Oh, yeah. 38. Yes. Right. It's page 38 of the trade, of the volume one. Okay. So that way, you know. So should we go by the comiXology numbers? <laughs> so It's uh, a page difference. Yeah, that's true. So. We'll go by comiXology numbers because it you know, makes a little sense. It's easier to, f we're in 37. And yeah. from now on, we'll mention the, the comiXology page number instead. But they're but, only one off anyway. Yeah, and this is great. This first page is just a little exposition. You know, you're, you're getting this. This thing, you know, it's from Jason Woodrow. You know, he's a doctor. You're just kind of getting a sense. He's very menacing. You see this bloody handprints. You're just kind of getting a sense that, for me, this is where it started to feel like a horror book. Yeah. You know. And this is also the character we saw before. This is the, the the man that is going after Swamp Thing. Sutherland. Sutherland. Yes. And this is where we are first introduced I, to. In this volume, this is where we're first introduced to Sutherland. Okay. So I and again I wasn't familiar with him. And much also before. Woodrow, right? And Woodrow, yeah. Both this is them. really the first time okay. you see Woodrow. And you you know, when you get onto the next page, so when you're on page, you know, thirty eight, you find out that Woodrow is a supervillain of some kind. Yeah. A and lot he's of money. basically yeah. And he's basically being held hostage by Sutherland to do some work. Mm-hmm. You know, and he hates him and he doesn't wanna deal with him and but on the other hand, he gets handed frozen swamp thing. Yeah, what a great design. The bed that he's laying upon, it's like this, it's like a miniaturized version of the South Pole or something, <laughs> right? Cut off of some strange robotic planet with the South Pole. If, being if Jack Kirby was designing a refrigerator, this yeah. is what it would look <laughs> there you like go, to right. me. A giant slab with all these crazy, you know, cooling tubes underneath. And and how 80s is this building, right? Oh the the first thing I thought of was like uh, the second Gremlins movie. Yeah. Or the building of tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. You know, it's got these giant suspended balls for no reason. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, just walls and walls, miles and miles of, of yeah. computer technology, which, you know. Yeah. Would, it took miles of to be about the same amount of sort of computing power as an iPhone, but you had yeah. to have miles of it in the 84, Exactly. But yeah, and then we get to page 39 and just that frozen look inside that oh, man. refrigerator of so Swamp cool. Thing. Because he doesn't have the green. He's got just a little light grayish green in there. Yeah, he's just, but he's just mostly blue. He's yeah. just frozen solid. That's so cool. And all the, the cooling, t you know, the coolant tubes around yeah. him. It's just an iconic looking page. It's beautiful. And from reading the forward, Len Wein said that most of the trade paperbacks began with this issue. And he wanted to include the, the previous issue, the loose ends issue, because he felt it was important because it's really the first one Alan Moore writes with. But this is where Alan Moore takes the story himself. He's like, it's mine now. This, this is where, yeah, he did he basically cleaned up somebody else's mess and now he's moving on with this. And it makes sense. I mean, you know, you got all these readers that, that don't want to just have to be completely lost with a new writer coming in. They were committed to really yeah. go with Alan Moore. So they had to tie up the loose ends. Yeah, and, and what I like is it's like Len Wein as the creator Swamping felt it was historically important to include Alan Moore's actual first issue versus going, it doesn't make as much sense unless you 
you know, you've read those other books. But to historically include it, I like that bit, bit of it. Because yes. I don't know if I'd ever read it otherwise. Right. But th sorry for the, the, the side tangent there. And, you know, we get back, we get onto the next page, you know, page 40. And you got Woodrow and Sutherland's kind of going over his evil plans, you know, and yeah. how he captured Swamp Thing. And He's monologuing here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's really monologuing. I love it. You know, and then you get to page 41 and you get to see uh, Woodrow. He's got like some synthetic skin or something. Yeah, they, they, I love that 80s technology there. It's just like a spray can. <laughs> spray skin. <laughs> you just spray it on. They had spray hair. Why can't you have spray skin? Yeah, but yeah. Don't think about it. Don't 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 spend too much it, time trying to understand the science here. It's yeah. spray on skin. Okay. And you find out he's a floric <laughs> man. You know, he's a plant-based villain. Yeah. And, and I... I'm not familiar. I'm only familiar with him in the sense I think I've read him in a Swamp Thing book and a Batman book, and that's been it. Talk about tying together perfectly. Talk about the perfect designed villain for Swamp yeah. Thing. Is uh, you know you yeah. got a Swamp Man and a Flower Man. And in my recollection, again, I've not read Alan Moore's old run, but when I read the other runs, he never comes back. Right. I don't remember seeing him again. Yeah. I don't, they. You think he does stay dead? Yeah. There's no coming back. Yeah. For Floronic man. But yeah, he's he's pretty creepy looking and it's pretty great. And then, you know, I even love like when you get to him kind of trying to figure out he's got like this jewel. He's got this piece that he just covets now. And he just wants to start carving into Swamp Thing and figure out what makes him tick. Right. And he just you get, you know, this page on page forty two of him, you know, obviously the evil scientist kind of drinking his wine as he's mm -hmm. talking about how he starts cutting him open to find out right. what's inside of him. I do clearly remember this uh, in the show. Yes. This ties right into what happens in the uh, DC Universe Swamp Thing show. Yeah, the, the part that was creepy in the show was the fact that he was awake. He woke up and Swamp Thing kept begging him to stop. Right. Didn't happen here. He's just uh, out, nope. for, out, down and out. Yeah, he's just down and out. As he's having his organs pulled out. Oh. And I love the revelation here, which also ties into the DC Universe show. It's... it's uh, it's that he, that Alex Soul, the character that turned into Swamp Thing, yeah. is uh, has passed on ultimately. Ish. That maybe. that is the reveal. Or there's echoes of him still within the organic, but but the lungs are not functioning lungs he, that breathe. The heart is not a heart that actually beats. He is it's a plant that thought he was human. So he, when he created himself, he made human organs that serve no function and that's and, a big turn that's the oh, alan moore concept that dc had at, to buy into at this point he had always been human that got transformed right now alec holland holland is dead right he is dead and this is a plant that got his memories and that's it and i wonder because i think that they retcon this yes past alan moore leaving Right? Well, they okay. So yeah, it gets. Alec Holland. Uh, I'm sure it gets very meta, right? It's it gets crazy. very meta. It was. I think it was brand new day, or not brand new day, like brightest day or whatever. And they retconned. And it. they brought the original Alec Holland back to life after the Black Lantern. So it gets very complicated, and then they put right. basically a human back into the plant of Swamp Thing. But in this, in 1984, taking the sort of original concept from Len Wein. Yeah. And Bernie Wrightson, and just flipping it on its head. Yeah. With this, Alec is gone. This is a this is a swamp monster. Yeah. It's a swamp thing, 
and uh, these uh, organs are, are not actual organs. They're just uh, the, the echo of the memory of Alec keeping yeah. this, this swamp creature uh, yeah. in, in composed, composed together yeah. in human form. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And it did tip onto that in the show again. Yeah. But uh, I, I, they, they, it was really kind of a shocking reveal. If I hadn't seen the show and I read that here for the first time, yeah. that, that's pretty shocking. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, and you know, you get over to page, you know, forty-four, and it's always it keeps going back and forth between Woodrow and his hatred for Sutherland, but also you know Sutherland doing his whole exposition and yeah. look how brilliant and stuff I am, and then then you get Woodrow stripping down and dropping <laughs> his robe, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> right? Why you know, is he getting? He's like working here. in the lab naked, and then he hops into the shower for some reason, and you see him wash away all his spray skin <laughs> all the spray on and, skin and he's he's horrific but what i appreciate this out of this is they still leave some shrubs right in the crotch area yes <laughs> yeah it's dc comics they had to it's they like, had to cover the scrotal zone with some with some like, shrubbery wait a minute you know what's he got a twig down there or something with some lawn pubes <laughs> it's like, this is the weirdest thing i know but i love he, the yellow it almost reminds me of a uh, the yellow bastard, um, and oh, Frank yeah. Miller's work yep. that has that because also they they keep putting him in this blue background, yeah, and it's this bright yellowy green with the with the lawn crotch, yeah, <laughs> and, and so so iconic looking. And, and he looks absolutely horrific. And what I like is that you find out right there on the bottom of page forty five is that he shut off the freezer, and you start seeing a green sprout start coming out of swamp thing quickly. Yeah, it's like he's he's gonna survive. He's gonna mm -hmm. go through this. Yeah. You know, and then you get a you go to the next pages, and you get a lot more like between Woodrow and Sutherland, and you can definitely see that Sutherland thinks he's the one in charge, but Woodrow's got some plans that he's kind of working through. I like that they nod uh, to some some to some at least true sounding science in the middle yeah. of that of that page where yeah. it's this uh, planarian worm. Yes, that that very well has um, that could sort of explain what's going on with the why there is a swamp thing yeah i like that that here that that, that they show well, that these planarian worms have some kind of strange we, intelligence we hope it's real science <laughs> right <laughs> it, it sounds real to us it's sciencey fun yeah right anyway but yeah and then i love that you get on the next page and you get a recap of what swamp things origins were supposed to be alec getting consumed in the fire his body being reconstituted but that's not what happens. They kind of quickly shift once he catches on fire that he's just a corpse. Right. And then his corpse got absorbed by the plants of the swamp and formed itself. And the formula had to do with it as well, and I like that. Yep. that but this is a re-origin telling. Yeah. And again, it's, it's confirming that uh, the ways of the past are meaningless. This is what actually happened yeah. to the swamp thing. And this is Woodrow explaining all this to Sutherland, to say, this is what you got on your hands. You know, and Sutherland's not being patient about it. He doesn't care. Yeah. He just wants to, he wants whatever he wants at Swamp Thing. He wants yeah. the, uh, whatever he can use out of him, that's what he wants. He doesn't really, he doesn't like, in that in that monologuing, he didn't clearly lay out as to why he wants the Swamp Thing. You just sort of get that he wants him really yeah. bad. But he doesn't say like, I want to synthesize the Swamp Thing yeah. ability or weaponize or, you know what I mean? He doesn't really lay it out in that regard. No, and he doesn't. And... You know, and then you get back to more Woodrow looking all planty and kind of start setting his plans up where he starts taking over control of this building with Sutherland. 
and then you see Swamp Thing growing more out of his frozen corpse. Yeah, I love that. And from that corpse on the yeah. on the bottom of page forty-eight, the the skeleton of Alec Holland with the like the 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 little um, the frogs, uh, the tadpoles next to him, just so. Yeah. Such a such an image that uh, that stuck with me because of the way that that blue um, skull looks as it's just sort of yeah. deteriorating in the muck. Well, and I love that they just keep progressing that through because you get like some you know on page fifty one you get this maniacal look of of Woodrow and you get this more plant coming out of this blue corpse and it yeah. just it keeps growing and you keep you get all the way over to page it's like 50. it's birthing him. Yeah, you know? they show him like in baby form it, and he's. And he's on page forty-eight, and he's just he's just growing into this being. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, they're just they're they're he's just going. Eagle on page forty-nine, up towards the top, purple eagle. That's forty-nine. That's a pur- where purple eagle, right below where it says Woodrow. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so, huh? <laughs> All right, eagles. Didn't notice it. A lot more eagles, and you even notice those. There's a weird um. Almost, uh, maybe it's just me, but in in um, those those metallic balls that yeah. swing, there's a face yeah. in, the, in the ball. I saw that, that too. I think that's supposed to be Woodrow's reflection. Is it? I mean, that's a yeah. great little attention to detail. Yeah, I think it's I supposed to be Woodrow's. I didn't think it would be Woodrow's face, but I was like, wow, there's yeah. a face in this metal ball. That's just awesome. But yeah, this is a lot of, again, this is a lot of just next couple of pages, just kind of some talk between... Woodrow and Sutherland, and they're just kind of going over all the different pieces, and but you keep seeing Swamp Thing awakening. You keep seeing him being rebirthed. You keep yeah. seeing, you know, and you see it all the way through where it's like, you know, all of a sudden it starts to turn, and Sutherland realizes what happened, you know, and it's it, it's it's pretty cool, you know. He just all of a sudden he realizes his monster's loose. Yeah, you know, by the time you get to page. 54 the monster's loose and he's confronted with it yeah and you 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 saw the seeds the germination yeah <laughs> if you will of uh, of woodrow and sutherland here uh, being like a direct reflection to the swamp thing growing yeah and it's like their hatred uh, building up as to yeah. just right at that moment i love that the the duality of that yeah as uh, then Swamp Thing is just fully grown again and well, on the loose. And he's not even just grown again. I, I love at the bottom of page uh, 53 on here, where it looks like he's yeah. just half a body hanging off of a desk. It does. And they really changed the look of Swamp Thing here. From oh, even yeah. all the previous pages up up to now, we're on 53. He, he just looks like a loose combination of vines. Yeah. You know, with a face. Yeah. It's so awesome. And then the eyes, you get get a good sense of the eyes when they get over to the next page, and they're just blood red. Yeah. And then, like, it, I love that they play with, like, the way the eye looks almost like an egg yolk. Like, it, yeah. it has just an organic look to it. Like, it's not an eye, but it's like, it could be almost like a flower. Yeah. When you step away and look at the swamp thing, it's just... Such a, a attention to detail to make him yeah. look so mossy and swampy. And you see that that swamp thing is putting the file down. He read his file. He knows now he wasn't human. He right. knows that he's a plan who's pretending to be human. And just you get over to page fifty five and the rage he gets and yeah. it's it's gonna be taken out in Sutherland. He just becomes a rage monster at that point. Yeah. It's it's a thing of beauty. It's like this this plant is destroying all this this metal and technology. He's just yeah. he's just bursting through. He's just like this 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 cancerous polyp and this you know this this very you know antiseptic 
yeah. you know, metal surroundings. And well, I love that. And it's you're taking like this, this powerful man, this Sutherland man, and all of a sudden he's just a human being chased by this unstoppable monster through his own building. Through his right. own, he brought this monster in, and this monster, you know, you you get that chase that's happening, you know, on page fifty six and yeah, and fifty seven, and tears running down his face. He's running from his life. It's yeah. broad daylight. Everything's so nicely lit. This has a whole different, like I said, antiseptic. Yes. Uh, feel than everything we've seen. It's just this crazy 80s, you know, yeah. you know place. It's and, just and what cool. I like is when you get to page 57, there's that panel where he puts his hand on the, the hand scanner. And it's the red, and it goes, it's, oh, okay, it wasn't a bloody hand. It was his hand against this red monitor. Yeah. And that's when he realizes he can't open the doors. <laughs> Somebody took control of his building. Right. And he's now trapped inside Swamp Thing. And that's Floronic Man. Yeah, he's like that's Woodrow. He's like I, I'm I'm making my move here, I you know, and I I turn the the Swamp Thing coolers off. Yeah, I want him to take Sutherland out. Oh, and just the way he takes him out, he suffocates him against himself. Yeah, not like he pulls his face to his chest and just holds him there yeah. till he he suffocates. Yeah, is it like a? It's like I I thought of it. Yes, because you know he's like Swamp Thing's eight feet tall and he yeah. pulls this six foot man up yeah uh, and just buries his head into his chest yeah and if you look at the very bottom of page 58 there's a little silhouette there where pretty much half of Sutherland's body yeah is just engulfed inside of something yeah. uh, he's just absorbing him yeah and uh, man that's gruesome that's yeah. so horror movie right it's, there right it's great it's really great but done in a clean DC way, you know, yeah. it's it's still not done in a grotesque, really blood splattering, yeah. popping eyeballs, etc. It's just he just shoves the back of his head into the center of yeah. his chest. That was just a really cool moment, I thought, right there, page fifty-eight. So yeah, at this point, I was still, I was still, I, I, I the the confusion of the past was gone. Like you said, where kind of Alan Moore decides to. This is his. He now. drew a line in the sand. Yeah, the line with Floronic Man and and Sutherland yeah. is where like, oh my gosh. And really, Sutherland's not important anymore. He's now in these last two issues has cleaned up the loose ends. Now you got the players that he's going to set his run with. Yes, and the end page of this issue, which is fifty nine, the the reflection of the rain on oh. Floronic Man's face and oh, his red that eye. Oh, whole sequence of panels. Right Beautiful, there. right? Yeah. And horrific. And, and even the light, it's so funny, the, like lightning, that much lightning striking one building. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> and there's nothing happening to that building. Oh. It's so much future tech that yeah. the lightning doesn't affect it. Yeah. But you know what the face looks like? You remember those weird metal things that like have all the little metal spikes and you put your face on it? Yeah. Isn't that kind of like feel and look like that yeah. a little bit? <laughs> yeah. It, it's got a piece that I miss from comics now. They already knew the title of the next book, Swamped. Yeah. Right. It's like you, I get the sense now that books aren't planned like that, and they should be because it's just like, give me a title and it's something I didn't really pay attention to till I've gone back to read older books. But yep. yeah, it's it's great. This was, this is where this issue just kicked off. Mm-hmm. Like for, for we thought I like that they lead you into maybe these two are part of a team. It's it's Sutherland and Woodrow, and yeah. clearly by the end of this one oh. issue. Uh, not so much. It's over. There is no Sutherland anymore. There is no Southern Floronic Man is uh, on the prowl and on the move. And and then this 
cover of issue number 22 <laughs> uh, on page 60. I love it. It is love it. It is 50 sci-fi. I mean, it's just there's like a dinosaur in there. There's a weird alien. There's some sort of like Frankenstein, a wolfman. <laughs> just it's, it's just, just monsters. And a woman in a in a in a wedding dress. Yeah. I mean, who is that? We I don't think that ties into anyone. I don't think it does. Either. I think it was just a cover. There's and a guy like a punker with like a blue mohawk that's in there too. Punker with a blue mohawk. Uh -huh. Look at oh, I guess that's who's fighting. Yeah. I, that's the vampire. That's the vampire. That's the vampire. But just, I mean, madness. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's everywhere. It's, it's all great. over the place. And it really doesn't fit the tone of the book. No. Because you immediately get into it, and you get Abby coming up. Looking for Alec. Looking yeah, this for cover Alec. just goes bananas, right? It's got nothing to do yeah. with uh, anything, but it's great. Even the, yeah. even the spider monster in the bottom yeah. right. It's just craziness. Yeah. I but love then, it. Then you get a very somber, you know, you Abby's looking for, for Alec in the swamp, and it's yeah. raining, and, you know, she's walking through the swamp, and here she's got some dude in blue behind her. And we sort of return to the palette of, of, of the um, sort of original palette of coloring here. Yeah. It's back in the swamp, the light greens, the, or the, the light blues. And this is uh, her husband, right? Yeah, it's Matt and Abby. Yeah. And I, I just let, you know, you, you get this weird little, like, what's this thing growing off on the right-hand side of, you know, page yeah. 61? Am I looking at something, or is it just a pound of muck? Is it just yeah. a big, giant pile of muck? But then you get the splash page oh. on page 62, and you see that it's Swamp Thing. He's just... He looks like a fallen tree log that has just been taken over by the environment. You got to stop and look at this page, right? You have to, because oh. you're kind of like, where is his head? Oh wait, that's where his eyes are. Yeah, it's like a little a pond in his eyes. Yeah, and in his in parts of his face, which makes perfect sense from the design of Swamp Thing, how the pool yeah. of water would be there if he was lying down. It, but I, I snapshot this as uh, wallpaper for stuff. Oh, did you? Yeah, this is great. So much detail in this uh, rotting swamp thing, like like little like turnips or radishes yep. growing out of them, like weird little well, pools, little ponds of muck. Like, it's just great. I even love the typography of what they did in here. You know, you get the, the swamp thing, you know, the, the word swamp thing is just kind of like the foliage coming off the tree. Yes. And then you get the title of the episode in the bottom, and it's just like the pond scum that's been moved around to say swamped. It's you know, so you even get a frog breaking into it that it would, He's got frogs living inside of him. If you're not looking really well, you'd miss it. Yeah. Right? But yeah, yeah he's just no, got like little little ecosystems of, you know, of a little frog house in there. Yeah. Built in his shoulder. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just cool. It's it's fan it's fantastic. And then yeah, you just kinda get through and Abby's got some guilt and you know, she's she's looking at it and she's upset because now here's this friend of hers who's rooted himself. He's just like letting himself become plant, and she doesn't know yet that he wasn't human. She just thinks he's giving up. She doesn't know what he's dealing with. Yeah. But you, then you get the uh, you get Woodrow kind of being a creep in the corner and just yeah. kind of watching him spray, putting his spray on skin <laughs> <laughs> from a distance. Yeah. As he's watching this couple, and he's like, "I think and, I'll spray some skin." And he's on still him. just Go like, talk to him. he's still like just wearing like a weird trench coat robe thing. Yeah, that was like a bathrobe. Like he's yeah. walking out and talking to people in the middle of a swamp yeah. with a bathrobe on. And he's just like, uh, and they take him at face value. Oh, I'm a friend of Alex. Yeah. yeah. I'm a friend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this page had a very much like a 80s sensibility of how people talk to each other. Though, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like different now. But back then, you know, people just kind of, they just sort of, it, it, it captures like it a, it's a little bubble. It took you at face value. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> 
But yeah, again, going back to what you said about the pond kind of growing out of his face, you know, that bottom on page uh, 64, yeah. the water rolling out of his eyes yes. and his mouth and uh, tree branches growing out of like his nose, yeah. you know? Uh, he's almost gone, like, yeah. you know, he's, uh, whatever, it's, uh, he's almost completely rooted. Yeah. And, and it's like, a, it's like a, like the crazy looking bonsai tree. Yeah. Like this little river, tiny waterfall coming off of his cheek. Yeah. You know, and Woodrow's playing it real close to the vest on this. He's just talking to him like, oh, I'm just his friend. Not that <laughs> I did this horrific thing to him. I'm his friend <laughs> and he's just a vegetable now and he's not mm -hmm. doing anything. And they're just like, you know, he's picking like tubers off of him. Yeah. It's like he's growing tubers. Let's just pick this fruit. Yeah, he, it, he wants some lunch. He wants to make a sandwich with a rutabaga yeah. off of Swamp Thing's forehead, right? It, he just wants to... This is horrific to Abby. This is her friend. Yeah. This is somebody that she cares about, and this man's just picking fruit out of him. Right. Yeah, it's just... It's it, it's horrific on so many levels, and, you know, in fact, to the point where on page 66, she throws up. Yeah. She because, just can't handle it. Yeah, I mean, it's got a... You can, like... I imagine like what it must smell like, you know, it's just oh, like... Oh, just mossy. Just mossy just and moss. gross. Did, and did you ever have Moss Man from He-Man when you were a kid? Yeah. Where Sam smelled like pine? Right. At the time, I was lived in Washington State. I knew what moss smelled like. So when I got this pine figure, I'm like, that doesn't smell right. <laughs> like, I got to rub him outside and get him on some actual moss. Roll him in the dirt. Yeah. Something. He needs to smell but earthy. It, you know, it, it, like when you lift a log or something is what it, it's mm -hmm. like wood rot that it just reminds me of. Yeah. And she's grossed out by this as he's like, you know, picking his lunch for the day. Yeah. And yeah, she just like barfs. Hurl. Yeah. She, <laughs> and she can't handle it. She's his 80s. It was grody. Exactly. Grody. It was grody, grody to the max. Grody to the max. She gagged with a spoon there. <laughs> gagged with a spoon. Exactly. But, um. But yeah, and then she just, she takes off and I, you know, who can blame her? She, this is a horrific thing. Yeah. And, and, but the whole time, then you start getting this exposition from Woodrow and he's just like, how I envy you. How, what, why would you not want to be this? Yeah. You know, he can't understand it. And you know, you get over to page 67 and you see Alec kind of dreaming. Yeah. Dreaming of being human, dreaming of with his wife, Linda and then Abby's there for some reason and he can't figure out he's trying to figure out what's going on and you know Linda just starts to kind of like falling through the floor and it you know here it's like his mind is trying to comprehend what's going on with himself and this was a smidge I felt like um kind of semi um contradictory in his writing in a way uh -huh. like they're saying Alex gone he's dead yeah he's no more you're a swamp thing but in here, it's it's kind of like, wait, it still has echoes of his memory. Well, it, it has still, all his memories. So where is that? Is, it, you know, because he, he kind of abstractly kills well, Alec, if you will, right? It, but if you but think where are these it, memories being held? Where is it, what, what is it? But if you think about it, it's an existential question. Are you you because of your physical body or are you because of your soul and your memories? And that's essentially what Alan Moore did was put his memories maybe his soul into into this plant right and so, I mean, that's, that's why then but doesn't that isn't that it's semi contra it, you know yeah it, it's saying well alex dead but he's not his he, soul's in the plants i think he, he's whatever he is now he's trying to comprehend what he is and what part of that is still relevant yeah he has a choice now to pick and choose the best parts of it yeah, so I love this this whole flashback of their past and everything. It's yeah, and I like too that 
it's not like Floronic Man's sort of mission is very kind of clear here, right? Yeah. He sort of knows that he wants to be near Swamp Thing. Yeah. But isn't it doesn't necessarily have like evil plot an evil plot laid out at this point, right? No. He no. wants to be near him. He wants to eat the rutabaga growing out of him, but he's, he doesn't really have like. You a know, I took it kind of like a cannibal. You know, cannibals always think when they eat something that they become, they get that power mm-hmm. from there. They get sure. that essence from there. That's kind of how I took it as. Yeah, and he's you know he's a scientist in himself, and he is, he is um uh, you know like a living flower in a way. So he wants to kind of see what effect. Yeah. You know, eating Alec will have upon him. Maybe yeah. make him more powerful. Maybe. And then we get Abby. She, you know, you could tell she's been doing some wandering, some searching. She's coming back to the hotel that they're staying at. Yeah. And this is her first indication something's going on because she can hear in their room Matt and a woman's voice. Yeah. And this was my first indication going, oh, he wasn't just hallucinating from being drunk. There's something going on there. <laughs> right. You know, there's and like she, these, there's the strange... Uh, dance of the demons going on. Yeah. There's weird caterpillars growing over, walking over his head in this vision. And yeah. there's like, there's women yeah. scantily uh, dressed dancing around him. And she's like, cracked the door open to peek in. And then when she fully opens it up, he's just sitting there creepily in a chair. Did she see some of that? I think so. Okay. But I think he shut it off immediately when she walked in. Yeah. So it's one of those like, did I see that? Or maybe I did. Yeah. And yeah, and then he's just sitting there like nothing's going on. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, I'm just sitting here watching TV, you know. <laughs> I'm good. Right. Uh, how are you, you know? It's, it's so, it was so strange, I thought. Yeah. And then I, I love the, the next sequence where he, I love the little science pod mm-hmm. that he has in the middle of the swamp. Who doesn't have a science pod. Right. Where he's uh, making a nice little uh, salad dinner, right? A little <laughs> some, salad. Some, some steamed vegetables. A little organic, um, yeah. you know. Nice little veggie platter. Yeah. It's a, it's an impossible meal. It, 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 impossible swamp thing. He's now <laughs> exactly. He's now eating swamp thing, and he's just like, mm, it's perfectly edible. And his eyes, like as he takes a chomp of his um, chest rutabagas, yeah, they, they go from like normal it, brown to just red. Maybe, maybe he's eating chesticles. I don't <laughs> know. Chesticles. That's where the term came from. This is from the eighties. Yeah, there you go. He ate Swamp Thing's chesticles. But yeah, you know, and yeah, you're right. His <laughs> eyes turned red like Swamp Thing's at that point. So some kind of connection, something yeah. there. And, and then you get back, you know, you get onto page 72 and it's more, it, it's it's Swamp Thing heading through, trying to comprehend. He's heading through this memories. He's heading through what, yeah. his brain. It's it, it, Basically, it's a dream. It gets really strange here. Yeah. In, on page 72. But it's him basically taking himself apart and he's like, there's nothing left. There's no human. There's no nothing in here. And these these images are pretty horrific. Even the, his his body sitting on the, the table. And these are worms that are dissecting him. Yeah. You know, they're going to eat him. That's what worms do. They're going to eat him. Yeah, they're talking to him. It's really this like existential crisis right yeah like do i exist do i not exist like what are they? I, I yeah i I've normally in some of these dream sequences like this where someone's questioning their you know their their existence yeah you know you can like maybe another way other times i've read stuff i kind of roll my eyes i want yeah. i want the dream sequences to go past but it was really going through with some some questions of his like you know of his existence here that was yeah. really interesting no it, it was great and you know basically he even abandons the the Kind of the memory of his dead wife. Yeah. He just moves on. It's like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't take you and this. So I'm taking my I'm taking my memories and I'm booking it. Yeah. You know, and then you get a uh, you you get over the next page and you get more Abby just mourning for her friend, just 
angry that he won't wake up and that he won't move and he's just letting himself kind of go and then you get the creepy Woodrow just kind of sitting in the bushes some more. He even looks more like less humanoid like it's it's in this page is, is even more gone right exactly and he just you, you get you know over the over page you know 75 he's just clipping more flowers he's just clipping more pieces of alec he's just taking more of them to kind of figure out what's going on to be con consume him and it's great art you're just looking for where's his face where's his hand where's his yeah how, where where is he all lying it's great to kind of still visit that yeah the bottom of the page of 70 Five again is his face, but you yeah. wouldn't know right away from looking at it. You're like, oh yeah, that is his eye there in a in a pool of water. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's just so well put together, such great design. Yeah, it is, and the, and then you get back to seventy six, and it's more of the dreams. It's more of him trying to resolve his issues. You know, yeah. and, he, and he keeps going through, and you know, he, he's fighting. He's fighting for you know, and he just hasn't had. He can't figure out where he needs to be. Yeah. You know, he just, he's had enough. He just wants to move on with whatever he is. And he's becoming to a resolve where he's perfectly fine being vegetable. Yeah. You know? He's just sort of tired with not knowing and wants to just sort of make yeah. a decision and move in one direction. Yeah, and then you got Woodrow Maybe doing... Maybe he's drawing his spirit into himself. Maybe. The spirit is fractured, his own spirit, and he's... He's putting himself back together again as he's literally yeah. coming back together. Maybe. Yeah, and, you know, and you got Woodrow on page, you know, 78 doing another experiment. Mm -hmm. Now he's trying to get in touch. He's, he's coming, trying to commune with the flower that he clipped off the swamp thing. And this is, this was a subtle point where really things start turning. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden now Woodrow's making a connection to something that swamp thing doesn't know. Right. His connection's there yet. The green. The green. The green. It's but, this. It's the. Um, that's and using a lot of uh, like manga and anime. It's the. It's the mana, right? Yeah. It's the 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 spiritual nature essence. It's Mother Nature. Yeah. The green. And, and he. It's one thing's not even aware of that yet. But you know, in the, I love that you get to page seventy nine. And he's screaming at his own skull. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, he's just holding it by the. You know. The. It's Shakespeare. Yeah. Right. It's um. Forgive me. Hamlet. Is it Hamlet? I think believe it's Hamlet. Holding the, sitting in, in in that pose and holding, yeah. look, looking at the skull and talking to it. Yeah, he's doing that very thing. Way to go, Alan Moore. Got some Shakespeare in there. Aren't we British? Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and it's great because he he gets to over the next couple of pages, gets to resolve where he just and I I love it on page eighty, 80. at the very bottom. They finally tie the title in, swamped. Right. He just, he consumes his own skull and he's just like, okay, I'm just a vegetable. Right. He's coming to terms with it. And then yeah. 80. And at that point, comic done. Close it up. Swamp thing's over. No more Swamp Thing at that point. Yeah. Right? You think so? Right, yeah. 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 I mean, that's the end of the volume. We're done. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's what Alan keeps, he doesn't want to put a nail in it. Yeah. He wants, it's open to interpretation. Yeah. He is, he is still Alec. He's not. Yeah. You're not quite sure. I like that he plays with that. Yeah, but then you get, you know, you get over to page, you know, 81, and, oh. Holy mackerel. Woodrow just amped himself up. Yeah. He is, he is hooked into something that he is unaware of, and he likes that power, and he's just going to take it. He plugged into the green, and it just opened up this other frequency, in, in, right? I, I love the... 
the red you know it, it looks like a heartbeat it looks like blood it looks like yeah. veins it just it's kind of running through that whole page there yeah great use of how those blips usually tie to a you know the heart monitor blip, blip, yeah blip, and it just kind of it just kind of goes drag yeah like it's, yeah it's sort yeah. of sort of saying again like the bottle and the eagles yep. and the the uh the what do you call it the the, the tablets tablets yep it's um heart monitor yeah again relating the, to what's the onomatopoeia of it uh-huh yeah Hold and then you, you know, get him running through and he's melting he's just taking his spray skin off and just melting it and then you get uh, over on page you know 82 it's just him being free and all of a sudden he can feel feel it all around him yes you know he is the floridic man you know and there's no human left in him right and he's plugged into the green it's like opened yeah. up this whole other world for him yeah and still even then at this point floronic man doesn't have a clearly defined what is he going to do nope you could even say at this point they're all like sudden, him and swamp thing are brothers now yeah all they of a sudden be best he's friends. just amped up on power yeah he's just amped up he's tapped into what really you know, he he didn't know he wanted to tap yeah. into. He didn't know why he was kind of doing this yeah. to Swamp Thing until that moment. And, and what I like in this whole issue, you, you get the typical supervillain setup. Yeah. But what you really get a sense of this relationship between Abby and Swamp Thing. And that that's what I like is you start getting yeah. a sense of like, oh, these are these are she cares about him as a yeah. friend. You know, she cares about him as a friend. And I know where things go from there because I've read, obviously, later issues. But I like that because it's like, okay, she's this main character that's going to be a through line through his, this entire run. Right. And it's it's pretty great, you know. And then... Also, I, I didn't, like, remember until it's noted somewhere in here that, like, his wife died. Yes. Alex's wife died. Yes. In the same accident that created Swamp Thing? Yes. Is that how... Because... Is that how it was done in the sh in the movie? No, I think she got shot first. Right? She got shot. They shot and killed her, and then they shot him, and he got and as they were shooting him, then he caught on fire, and then he ran out to the swamp. But his wife lived. No, she died. She did die. She died in the movie. Yeah, the one with the actress uh, Lola Falana. What was her, what was her name? The no the Adrian Bar Adrian, Adrian Barbeau. Barbeau. That wasn't his wife. That's right. Was she, she Abby? No, she's not Abby either. Oh, she's, she's an investigator. Okay. Abby comes in in the second one, and I, if I remember correctly, it's Heather Locklear. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, we realize their relationship here. It's like, you know, they do really care for each other, and even though she's married to this crazy Matt Wackadoo but, that's, that's but again, having demon friends. dances. Yeah. <laughs> they're friends. It's not a, you, you don't get a sense that it's anything beyond platonic. And you get cover 23 with him just rescuing Abby. Yeah. You know, you, you right here it's like, well, spoilers, you know he's not going to stay a vegetable at this point. <laughs> right. You know, but she's covered in vines and the vines are trying to pull her down and he's ripping the vines and pulling her out of it. It's a, it's a pretty great, you know, it's, I'll say 22 was my, one of my more favorite covers with all the monsters. Yeah. But this one, it's a fun one. No, it's it's iconic, right? It's the it's the hero holding the damsel yeah. pose, if you will. Yeah. And then the swamp is kind of attacking her, and he's there to uh, save the damsel in distress. Yeah. And, and I love when you get onto eighty five, you see this close up of the centipede, and you think it's this big menacing thing, 
and as you <laughs> work down the panels, you zoom out and you realize it's, it's a, a tiny, tiny bug on his neck. I remember them doing that in Swamp Thing a lot. Yeah. Uh, these, these macro moments, right? Yeah. Zoomed in of this of, of little bugs having a war. Yeah. And I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, and through this whole piece, you get Alec talking about how he gave up the world. He's left his body. He doesn't need that body. Yeah. He's, he's fine with being rooted, and he's like, he's somewhere else. He doesn't know where he's at. This yeah. is like the art kicks up a notch here. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what is happening? Who is it here? It's, it, it's uh, Stefan Bissett and yep. John Totalben. They together. Yeah. But the art kicks up a notch here on page 86. Oh, I, I love that. It, again, the, the typography of how they wrote Swamp Thing out. Yeah. And then Another Green World. What a, what a good, fun title. Solid yeah, and title. really, it's it's a the green world really sets up so much for the mythology of Swamp Thing. Yeah, he's opening up the the Swamp Galaxy, if you yeah. will, right here, yeah. and he gives it a great name. You're right. I agree. Oh, and the splashes right here with you know how they kind of framed everything, and the just some of the panels are square, some of them are just trapezoids. Yeah, it's 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 a great page. Yeah, he's like floating in the in the in the microverse of the green, right? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, you know, you get to the next and it's a, it's a bunch <laughs> of typical high school guys sitting there drinking in their car. and It's a horror movie right here where you oh. you want them all to die. Yeah, you want them all to die. And, <laughs> and you know what? The Floridic Man does it. Right. It looks like the Wolfman there, doesn't he? A little bit. A little bit. The, the 40s Wolfman. It looks, yeah. looks a little bit like but him. He wipes out the car of boys. There's one boy that walks away. That boy comes back, typical horror movie fashion. Yeah. He sees his buddies. He tries to run. And then you see that Woodrow has control of plants. Right. And you're like, okay. okay. He didn't have that power before. He didn't have it. That I know of. Right. He, he never expressed that. He didn't. So he's got that now. Did he have the power over flowers before? I don't think so. You never really I saw his... just a plant dude. Yeah, he's just a plant dude, right? Just a plant that wore, dude. That wore, that wore spray on skin. Yeah. We didn't see him really kind of show any powers. No, no, and, and I love that just, you know, on, on page 90, he just leaves the, the kid's body hanging there, doesn't care, he's just heading to town. Yeah. You know, and then you got that weird, you know, you got Swamp Thing, he looks like his feet are rooted in, uh -huh. and he's holding like that red heart. Right. Uh, you this know, giant vein. turnip uh, thing, yeah, whatever but it, it is. Yeah, but exactly, it's more of a vegetable. Yeah. It's just heart-shaped. Uh-huh. A and red then, mind, he calls it. Yeah. Right? And then he starts remembering Abigail again. You can tell yeah. now he's kind of let his dead wife go. And now Abigail's a thing. That's She's his anchor to the world. And he's still piecing memories together. Even like Woodrow's name. He's like, is that the name? Is it Abby? Yeah. Were they married? He's like, not quite sure. Yeah, you can't remember what happened. But yeah. you know, then you get to page 91. And this is the part that always cracks me up. <laughs> she finds the dead kid. It's like... You know, you got the worst luck lately. You really do. You happen to be the one that finds this dead kid hanging from a tree. You're starting to get tangled up in vines. And you're just... You're, you, you, next couple of pages go a little quick. It's just a lot of her terror. A lot of the damsel. Yeah. It's the damsel And she's just moment. screaming for, for him and for, for Alec. And he's in this green now. He's in this green world. Yeah. And he just starts... He's got to drag himself back out of this. Right. You know, he's just riding the waves of this weird yeah. green land. Yeah, and, and he's just he's piecing back together, going. Let, he let his human self go, and now he's trying to remember what yeah. it is to be human, and just 
it, it's it feels painful. It feels like he's dragging back out of something. And the and the, the timing here, right? You know, Abby's in danger. Yeah. And it's like you know he needs to hurry up and get out of this greenscape like quickly. Like Abby's, you know, like the clock is ticking. Like yeah. This where I see this particular part like as an, a, a really kind of tense action scene yeah Abby's getting closer to death and he's like he's surfing he's, the greenscape yeah it, but you know he's got like something's tugging at him yeah and then you get to page 94 and you get this all I could think of was and I've, <laughs> I've never seen the movie I've never read the book but anytime I see like a hand kind of coming into a town a menacing hand I always think of like something wicked this way comes right you yes. know and then you get these bloodshot it's a close-up of the hand you're yeah. right in the silhouetting sort of neighborhood long street yeah you know it's freddie at the end of the <laughs> at yeah. the end of the street yeah and you get you know woodrow coming into town just using the plants to start tearing stuff up telling churches and schools and just the police and you get one lone cop with his revolver <laughs> trying to shoot this guy right and he just gets turned into plant food and you know? this is finally where we see Woodrow's mission, right? He's like, oh. humans don't belong. They yeah. are the virus. Time to take over with the plants. Plants need to rise, and these humans need to go bye-bye. They need to be plant food. Yeah, and he, he forces all the humans to get into their houses, and he keeps one kid that's got a camera with him. And then you find out kind of what his plan is. Right. And his plans to manipulate the plants, cause them to produce too much oxygen, that then starts causing the people to suffocate and all it takes is one goober <laughs> smoking a cigarette <laughs> to, and, and the to whole thing the goes up flames yep yeah and it's a it, you know he's an eco-terrorist here mm -hmm. right he, he sees he mentions like you know what humans have done to the earth and how he, he wants to reverse the effects but he takes it too far he just wants to wipe out all the humans yeah and this is very 80s 90s with the eco-terror and stuff yep it just felt like organic it felt this didn't feel like a you know they took their time with the development yeah. of, of Woodrow. Yeah. And they, they, they really kind of, again, planted the seeds, germinated him well, grew Absolutely. him into a, an interesting character and villain. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you kind of get, you progress back that because he, he leaves that kid to to, to record all this. And the it, Chronicle, yes. His, yeah. His and, rise to power. And then you get, you know, Swamp Thing on his psychedelic trip coming through the green again. <laughs> but you get Abby breaking away from these vines. You get Abby running to Desperate. his rooted corpse. Yeah. Wake up. Come on. I need some help here. <laughs> come on, dude. You're right. just not what a vegetable. Let's wake up. <laughs> right. Quit smoking the green, buddy. Like, come back down to earth. And, yeah. you know, like, this is crazy that it's an after effect. Of the Floronic man, like he's not anywhere near her. No, but he's like you know he's inspiring the he's he's, he's activating he's, he's telling the plants to the take green. over. Yeah. yeah, and you get to page ninety one and you see it, the 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 vines pulling Abby back and she's just she's dragging her fingers into Alec uh, yeah. into Swamp Thing to hold them, and then you get that last that that the radiated panels they're yeah. all at angles ninety eight uh, yeah. just gorgeous it's that um explosion slit panels coming from yeah. like sun rays in the top right right and i love I that love it. the way he wakes up is because she's screaming she's like i can't hold on i'm like oh god oh god you yeah. can't hear me and that's when you realize how important abby is that he drags himself back yeah for abby that arm rises at the bottom oh, of page yeah. 98 you can almost hear the branches and the moss splitting away and breaking and then, man, he just springs to life with newts and and oh. frogs flying all out of his, you know. Absolutely. On page 99, that's just such a 
great splash. And all these animals are like, whoa, wait a minute here. What, what just it? happened? Right, our neighborhood, it just came to life. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. He's just, he's up, he's ready, and he's going to take care of it. And just, all of a sudden, the vines are going away, and... He also I, has a patch of crotch moss. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. M morning wood. Right. You know. <laughs> morning wood. Or lawn pubes, yeah, as I like know. to call it. Still. <laughs> he's, he's just feeling a little mossy in the morning. Oh, all. goodness. But, um, yeah, you know, and I love that you, you get to page 100, and they're they're reconnecting she's like alec he's like no not alec and she's now she's confused but she's safe right he saved her i mean even him he could have said like alec well i don't know maybe i mean kind of i mean yeah. i don't know absolutely i went know. in this green this green psychedelic i mean i don't know it's complicated is what he yeah. could have told her <laughs> yeah it's complicated and you know he just takes off he knows there's a problem he just takes off to the town yeah it's like he, he connected to the green right yeah. they must have told him what's happening they're like you gotta get over here some crazy dude some some stuff so mm -hmm. But yeah, you get to page 101 and you find out the kid with the camera got walked to the next town. Yeah. And they, they start, they just think he's a crazy kid and then they watch the video. And they're all, uh-oh. Oh, and this cop, this, you know, this cop goes home after watching this video and he chops down his trees that him and his wife planted when they were, they first moved in the house and they burn all their house plants and they, they burn all their grass because <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they feel like it's attacking them. They're like, let's take out them, yeah, take out those ferns. We'll take them out first, <laughs> and you know, you know, and then you get back to you get back to one hundred and three, and you see just Woodrow just oh yeah, just razzing this town, just taking yeah. it down to nothing. He really, um, they really amped up the horror meter here. Oh yeah, the look of the ferocity in his face, and he's just wasting humans. Yeah, and he just the the background of the fire and him being the stark yellow, and he just he he he's letting them know that he he's in charge. The plants are taking over, and yeah. just these next couple pages, and I love that the artist. Um, <laughs> um, I love that the artist just takes these panels and none of them are square everything's got an angle to it and just yeah it, it's so dramatic it's so horror movie and yeah the, even the the background in the town is just red yeah right it's just like it's the town is filled with with fire and smoke and it, the plants that are around him that are all coming to life and yeah infecting the oxygen already like it just really sets this crazy tone oh yeah and you, you get to page 105 and this human's been trying to talk him out of this this whole time this woman this angie and he's just not having it anymore. And the, that panel on the on the left-hand side towards the bottom of 185 where it's his red screaming face with the yellow eyes. Yeah, so vicious. Yeah, and he's just no more. He calls him screaming meat. Right. It's like, ugh. Perfect term for humans. We are yeah. screaming meat. Screaming meat. And then you just get in the very bottom corner on page 105, Woodrow. And yes. Swamp Thing's there to put the hammer down. And man, that's just like dun 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 dun. It's that perfect moment, right? Yeah. Where he just shows up on the scene and he's just just quietly two yeah. words, no more. Yeah. And, and then it, end. And into that issue. Thirty. See you in thirty days. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> one oh six, beautiful. And then again, you love that. I love that too. At the bottom right of one oh six, next roots, roots, and yeah. it's it's laid out in root drawing. It's, great. it's perfect. It's great. Um, pause it real quick. One run in. Wow, the cover on uh, of of issue number twenty four, Justice League. 
Enter the Justice League of America on 107 on Comixology. You know, this is the this is the 80s Justice League. Yeah. This is the Justice League I think of. The only thing that's missing for me is Batman in this. Yeah, where's Batman? I don't know. And Zatanna <laughs> is wearing a weird, like, caterpillar thing on her head. <laughs> like a caterpillar <laughs> mohawk. Thing. What is this? If you're going to be, you're going to draw Zatanna, she's got to have the top hat and the yeah. magicians. That's Zatanna. And the fishnet. Yeah. Always the fish. But yeah, this is a weird version of I didn't even know it was her at first. Yeah. I was like, that's Satana? Yeah, the, from the 80s. Yeah. But we go into the satellite in space, the Justice League headquarters in space. Yeah. That's <laughs> and I love on on the cover, it's a giant TV screen, a swamp thing versus uh, <laughs> Woodrow with a chainsaw. <laughs> right. What, why would he have a chainsaw? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, okay. But I yeah. Think he, I think he has one later, doesn't he? He we'll might. See. Yeah. He might. It's I just such a does. weird... It's like, wait a minute, why would you use a human tool? Because you can't beat him. Why? And they change up the art style. I love the sort of... Uh, the very, very low-def screens of yeah. imagery that they're getting um, of, of Woodrow. Yeah. And, the, and like, they're they're debating whether, like, well, is this... I mean, should we go down and and, and take a look at this? Or? Yeah. They're just all sitting from their satellite and, you know... Yeah, maybe everything's fine. I don't yeah. know. Do you think it's going to be fine? But yeah, it's, it's all very much a black and white screen you're seeing. And you got like a couple pages of just like Woodrow, like, aha, you know, I'm taking over and you're all dead. And, you know, the, and the Justice League debating like, well, wasn't he kind of a minor guy? Why is this right. a problem now? We don't need to worry about this, isn't there? And then yeah. I remember they were also saying like, isn't there someone down there? Don't we have someone in that area? Yeah. Don't we have somebody we in have Louisiana? Something, right? And we quickly get back to the showdown page. I love yeah. just the arm of Swamp Thing in the, in the oh, yeah. left side, and and Woodrow just there. Right. They're posed like it's it's Western, it's spaghetti, it's it's yeah. uh, you know Seven Samurai. We're ready for the showdown. Yeah, you can almost hear the you know, yeah, like the little whistle. There it is. They're ready to go. But you see that it's 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 a showdown. But Woodrow's not really. He's like now he's trying to understand why did he wake up? Why did he? Why would you want to come back? You know, on right. page 112, he's just like, what do you care? Yeah. You were never human. Right. Why do you care about any of this? You know, and he's trying to convince something to turn to his side. He's like, this woman's still alive that's hanging in these vines. Take her. Right. Kill her. Who cares? These, these meat bags are meaningless. Yeah. I think like Woodrow drank too much of the green Kool-Aid, right? Like oh, he's, yeah. Alex still has his humanity and that bit of spirit there that's hanging yeah. on and clinging on somehow. And Woodrow's fully um, seen this other side of plantdom. Yeah. Where, again, sees humans as a meat, meat virus. Yeah, and he, you know, he's trying to control and manipulate them. And then you get to page, I love it, page 113. And Swamp Thing just backhands him. Yeah. Like, Forget this. Just slaps him. You know, he starts back. taking the woman out of the vines to save her. And, you know, Woodrow gets that gets that traitor and just somehow controls the plants to just shove a giant horn through you know a spike through the chest of Alec from the ground and, and this is like a, one of those first times here you look at where, where page 113 we're more than halfway done and this is finally like a heroic Swamp Thing moment yeah he hasn't done anything really yet it's been like a horror movie yeah. until this point which ultimately. is great yeah and so finally he knows that like look there needs to be a balance yeah. Woodrow, you can't just oxygenate the air and kill all humans. There's yeah. a balance to everything that needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. Woodrow didn't. Uh, a scientist didn't think about you need carbon dioxide <laughs> and oxygen to go together. You Correct. can't imbalance it. Yep. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden it's like 
you, you see Swamp Thing taking over. You know, you get to you get to page 115, and it seems like Woodrow's got the upper hand, and he's consuming Swamp Thing and stuff. But, yeah. you know, he's just like, he, he's, Swamp Thing's trying to tell him, you're fighting like a man. You're not fighting like a plant. And right. we're just like, no, I'm not a man. You know, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm a plant. I don't know what you're talking about. There's a lot of back and forth in this fight. I really like that. Yeah. And then, boom, we go back up to the, the Justice League debate. Yeah, the Justice League. It's like in this whole time they've been waiting there. But I got to tell you again with the the crosshatch shading and stuff here. It's, it's wonderful. That, you know, that flash looks great. That The close-up of Firestorm's face. Oh, like, and, and not just the close-up, but the full body shot with the kind of the silhouette and stuff. Wonderful. And, and the Hawkman. That Hawkman picture down in the bottom right corner yeah, is great. Just epic. that silhouette. Yeah. That's another eagle. I'm going to count it. But I, it's a hawk. <laughs> hawk. All right. I guess I'll put it on the hawk side. That's eagles 47. There you hawk go. One. <laughs> there you go. I've not seen another eagle in like three issues now. Right. So was, We haven't seen eagles in, in, in a little while. But yeah, you know, and then you get Abby trying to convince Woodrow and he, now she's starting to get attacked. And, um... Hey, there's a chainsaw. There's a chainsaw. I forgot <laughs> about this part, you know, where he, he feels it's divine justice to use a human tool yeah. to kill her. And Seems so he, fitting, right? It's ironic. Yeah. It's, He's going to go grab the chainsaw to just chop her up. and Because, um, you know, chainsaws are used to kill his brethren. Absolutely. You know, on, one page, on page 118, I love it that he's like, close your eyes and shout timber. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, now man. Now he's just getting nasty. Yeah. You know, and he goes up, and it's very Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And, he, you know, it's, he gets his arm just ripped off almost. Yeah. Just, he's coming down. Yeah. To destroy his victims, and his yeah. Swamp Thing jumps in at just the perfect moment. And, and Swamp Thing's diffusing him by telling him, like, you know, because you are hurting the green. And he's and like, all of a sudden, me? Yeah, he's, her, he's horrified that Wait he's hurting this thing. He he's has all of a sudden he has this new connection to he never knew. He drank way too much of the green Kool Aid. Oh yeah, oh, yeah cause he doesn't. Much. You get over to page one, you know, one twenty. He doesn't believe that that's what's happening. Yeah. And Swamp Thing keeps telling like, look around, see this. You know, you're lying to yourself. You're going through this, and it's just no, no, no. I'm not going to believe you. Why are you lying to me? Right. You know, and, and what he's I too like. Too far gone. He he, he yeah. believes what he's doing is right, and he's not seeing the other side of it right now and then Swamp Thing has to kind of explain yeah. about oxygen and, oh, yeah. and carbon dioxide <laughs> and now he has to finally look look he has to science him he has yeah. to give him some science knowledge here and, and I love that when that realization he becomes he almost you can feel his humanity coming back yeah you see those tears at the bottom of you know um, what page is it 121 yeah 121 you're just like okay now he's human he was a human pretending to be a plant and the cool thing about that bottom of 121 is the green cuts him off. Yep, it rejects him. The green him. says, you're done. And he immediately loses connection with Japan and New yep. Zealand and just plants around the world. He blew it. He goes and from they cut him off. all these senses to all of a sudden they're all shut off. And now he's blind. Yep. He's blind. And he, they, they just, they hung the phone up. Click. Yeah. Oh, it was a very heavy cell phone back then. You know, it was like a brick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, just, you know... And now he's running through the woods and he's crying and he's, no, please talk to me, something. And he realizes he will never have that connection again. Yep. 
he did wrong by the green, and they are cutting him off. That connection has been severed. It, yeah, and I love on page 123 that Abby's like, hey, you know, he realized that the plants couldn't survive without man, and so the plants backed down. Yeah. Because it's like plants didn't realize they couldn't survive without man. Everybody needs each other. It's symbiotic. So. Yeah, the balance is needed. Yeah. And uh, that's a cool way to, I mean, yeah, you wanted a full-on knuckle dragon thing, but... He just made him realize, like, yeah. you made a mistake. You screwed up. And he just up. goes running, screaming. And, and, you know, I like that you get, now you finally get a moment with Abby and Alec. And, it, you know, it's the two of them walking. He's explaining that. In LaCroix, Louisiana. It, yeah, exactly. LaCroix. Please come again soon. Sure, it's LaCrosse or something. Right. You know. But, yeah, it's uh, it's Alex, Alec and Abby finally having a talk. And she's explaining that he was never Alec. Yeah. He's literally just a plant with his his memories. And, and she's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Swamp Thing. That's all I am. That's all I've ever been. But if he's got Alex's memories... Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I mean... It, exactly. It's a complicated one again. You get on page 125 and she asks, are you happy? He's like, yes. And that's all that matters to her. Right. That's and, a cool embrace. And they, yeah. they, they hug and, you know, finally they have like a moment where, you know, he's at peace after riding the weird green... You yeah. know, fantasy trip for a while yeah. and, and understanding his existence and Alec is there in Echo I believe yeah but the green mixed with the formula etc an amalgamation of what he was right but yeah and then then you get to I, I love this because this kind of whole kind of madness on 126 where you know Woodrow's running all the way back to a science pod yeah. and he he finds his spray on skin there he's like it is, the old hey spray look at me skin. no 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 you know and he starts spraying it on I'm human uh -huh. you know, Superman and Green Lantern show up. I'm human. I'm good. Come on, guys. Well, they couldn't show up at like a war. I mean, it's all over. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's like so all over. And then Superman and Green Lantern show up. Yeah. It's like. And you spray on, spray on. Hurry, hurry, hurry. It's like, wait a minute. You're not the Green Lantern that is vulnerable to wood. You're the yellow one. <laughs> so you're fine. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought he's like, I'm human. Let's go get a pizza. Who wants some beer? <laughs> right. You know? He's trying to play it off. And they're like, it, uh. But, you know, the horrific look of what he looks like on page 128, yeah. it's just like, oh, gosh, no wonder they didn't, but. That, like, showed, uh, did the, I had to kind of go back when I saw this. Yeah. I'm like, did the spray-on skin shape his face before? Apparently. It, but, it, but his face changed. Yeah. He evolved being connected to the green. It, yes. it grew his face out into more like yeah. a plant. He's not going to look human anymore. Because he just looked like a human before, yeah. just with, with, you know, yellow, and he had to spray the Now he yellow. looks like Gollum from The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, and I even love that this... The precious! In this panel here, you know, Superman's like, we're going to take care of you. We're going to get you some help. And he puts his cape puts on. puts his cape on this yeah. person. You know? And, and, and we'll Lantern's find you a doctor. Like, we'll find you a doctor. Yeah. Greenland's just like, what happened? What is going on here? You know, and then you get a little swamp thing, just heading back to swamp, like, hey, why did I ever leave here? I enjoy being in the swamp. This is, this is where I belong. Yeah. yeah. It's like you always, this is the the Hulk um, at the end of the TV show and the music's yeah. playing, right? Exactly. It's just that he's going back to the swamp. It's that, that cool ending that you kind of want to see at the ev yeah. end of every swamp thing story. Yeah. Him returning to the swamp. A and... Page 103. I mean, they just... They oh, I, I screen captured this. 130. Yeah. Screen captured the heck out of this. Oh, the, the joy. Red sunset. Yeah. 
his arms out wide and I, just so so much detail. I do think very platoon with this because I think <laughs> it's like it is platoon. You're right. <laughs> it's platoon, but they stole they stole this. They stole that iconic. He's on his knees in Vietnam yeah. from yeah. this from Swamp Thing. But it's it's great. It's it's just it's beautiful. It's serene, and he's just yeah. content. Beautiful. And like okay, we yeah. know that's a hard end. Yeah. We've 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 got we're this is like. We're third act now, page yeah. 131. This is the tail end. Um, I said before that I didn't like act one at all, but now that we walked through it and you've explained a couple of things, I really enjoyed it. Act two was crazy solid. Oh, okay. So let's see how act three finishes up. So we got page, uh, uh, we're on page 131. This is issue 25. Yeah. And I do believe it's like two issues left. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we're pretty close to the end here. But yeah, and I, I love this color. It's, you know, it's very much like the old monster color. Uh, posters. Yeah, it's like Creature of the Black Lagoon. He's coming out of, out of the swamp, right? But the cover I, grabbing I the leg of Abby. It's what it should be. Yeah, it is Abby. Yeah, it's what it should be. But I never read it that way. I read it as more like playful, and that's actually how the issue goes. Is yeah, that I guess you're right. I, I saw a little of the monster, the you know, the Black Lagoon, but you know, they must be playing. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't see it that way. Good. Yeah, and that's, that that's how quickly. I see it, but. You know, we get to page the the next page on it, and yeah. you know, one one thirty two, and I knew who this guy was right away. Yeah, so did I. I, I, I you know, he's got that. And I didn't know he was in this. I didn't know he was in this, it, so I was excited when they yeah. when they when you got to see who it was. And, you know, and you know, we'll give a little spoiler on this, but it's Jason Blood. You don't find yeah. out. He he's meeting these guys. He's meeting these people, and this guy's you know, meeting this slimy salesman he's like oh well you're gonna die by being impaled with a swordfish <laughs> and he's getting off a bus and this, the salesman's like yeah right you know and he he goes to like a a, a magic shop an occult shop yeah yeah and he, he's like when was the last time you sold a ouija board and, right you know and, and he's just kind of he's he's wandering through this town just kind of like what is he doing there and i love this card on uh, page 133 on the on the right on the top that card is the is the Tenacious D framework for their album. <laughs> yes. You remember? Yes. It's that particular tarot card where the yeah. devil, but the devil in the back, if you look, he's doing the uh, the Spock, Live Long and Prosper. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> so, cool. So it's a lot of little nods there, but I always think of Tenacious D when I see that particular yeah. tarot card. As but, I'm a huge fan of the D. I, you know, and that kind of ties up for Jason for a little bit, but I absolutely love this next page, page 134. Oh, yeah. Just swamp thing floating in the bottom with the catfish and the yes. and the even the hubcap, catfish yeah. and crawdads and everything else and and just gorgeous. Another screen capture for me. It was just yeah. beautiful. The blues and again those those hashtag lines. Yeah. And it's just like a blur of how you see things underwater. Yeah. You were definitely looking at sort of the, your perspective as the bottom of the swamp, yeah. looking up, and it's just it's gorgeous. And, and what I like is. They finally take the cover and tie it in because you get to the next page and you see him kind of emerging from the water and he just pulls Abby into the water. Right. You know, and he's just being playful. It's like, hey, we're friends. Let's just have fun with this. And, and to her, you know, to her credit, it she's not pissed. She's just kind of like, listen, I'm sick of playing creature from the Black Lagoon. Can we <laughs> yes. do something else? That's right. He, he full on says it. You know, it, it's just... Uh, yeah, they're just having this playful, loving moment, and yeah, you you can't help but wonder: are they kind of, are they are being sort of romantic to each other? Or but is she's just still married, and like you what? haven't seen Matt in a while, so you yeah, know. Yeah, where's Crazy Matt at? Yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah, you know, she's just 
ignoring her 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 marriage, not dealing with it at all, just hanging out with a monster. Yeah. But you know, I like this that you know, you you get onto the next page after that, one thirty six and it's just the two of them talking, kind of lounging in the sun, just yeah. enjoying the swamp. You know, and for me, I always thought of a swamp as such a uh, a forbidden place. Such a it's dark. Yeah. This actually has like a, it, the, the, the swamp thing, the swamp in this, right? There's yeah. a lot of scenes. It's very bright, very beautiful. Yeah. And, and you know, it's not just this dirty, scary place. It's, right. it's pretty great. It is. It's beautiful. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's just kind of her talking about this new job she's getting and and you know kind of how things are going and it's just two friends talking yeah you know? just trying to get this job uh, helping young children like yeah. on the spectrum yeah and i'm like wow that's great she's you know she's trying to you know be a, a civil servant she's trying to you know help these young kids and and for this being the 80s you know when you get to the next page you see her interview and dealing with autism yeah. That was not something that was an issue in the 80s. No. I never knew about it growing up. This is definitely something yeah. like like they were bringing to the forefront. Yeah, and, and I think they handled it in a very sensitive, right. mature manner. I mean... Hey, you think it, about even the terminology of, of yeah. someone different back then was not not very nice uh, terminology. No. And this just, yeah, it, it was like this person really wants to help these people. I almost feel like Alan Moore has some experience with autism. Maybe. Because even like how the little boy has to spell out Abigail's name right. or spell out every name after. Yeah. You know, there's something there with that. In, you know. in the um, late, mid to late 80s, I was a volunteer at a mental hospital mm -hmm. for, for about two or three years as a volunteer. And so it reminded me of that. I, I had that, uh, that awakening. I didn't know there was a whole world of this. So, yeah. you know, when I was uh, in my later years in high school, I was, I was uh, definitely involved with helping people with disabilities of all different kinds of yeah. know, disabilities and this 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 reminded me of that yeah this whole and part it, of it. it gives you a reflection of kind of your own horror because this this feels like a horror movie right here it's and, setting up right yeah and it, but what you don't realize is you know when you get onto page 138 that's actually the setup of the horror movie yeah you know you get this monkey king it's yeah like, what is this monkey king and they're just kind of dismissing it as a delusion that this kid has i really like that because they they, they they simplify this 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 little um, introduction yeah. to the third act, if you will, by oh, it's the mad rantings of a of a you know of a, of a kid that yeah. doesn't have all of his mental capacity. Yeah, and that's maybe all it is. But yeah. as we're gonna break down here soon, not the case. Well, and I even like when you know you get to page one thirty nine, and you know Abigail and and. Alec is still talking and yeah. he says autumn's coming and for a plant yeah that's the season to die that's the, right. that's the that season he can feel that's the circle now. of life that's the cycle yeah. of uh, plant death yeah and he's like he's, he's wondering you know there's something coming something on the horizon we're foreshadowing here yeah because boy is something coming so Mr. Blood oh yeah is uh, still kind of around this neighborhood talking to mainly D-bags oh yeah and uh, he has an interesting He's effect on D-Bags, which will just hint at this point. Yeah. And I'll, but on page 141, we get Abby back with Matt. Yeah. And she's, they're, they're kind of having a... No, I think she's getting ready talk. for her job. And he's he's like, you know... But it's the first time in a very long time yeah. where they've like, they're going to maybe have a little talk. Yeah, but really she kind of cuts it short. She's like, I got to get to work. Yeah. Peace out. You go ahead and do whatever you're doing. I'm going to take off mine and... <laughs> You know, 
Is she a bad wife? Is he a bad husband? Are they both just bad for each other? I, I got the sense from her here. Like, he was kind of trying. Maybe. And she was like, I'm not having it. I got to Except for he just is like, he's only interested in one piece of it. Yeah. He's not interested in the rest of it. He doesn't care about anything else. He just is like, hey, look, you got some wifely duties to do? Yeah. And he even says, I don't want to have to spell this out, mm-hmm. but, you know. And he's like, you've been getting a lot more excited about those kids yeah. than about me. I mean, he's trying to open up a dialogue, and she's like, I'm out. Yeah. She's Bye-bye. just kind of like, you're being disgusting right now. <laughs> right. I'm leaving. I got swamp on my mind. Exactly. And then, yeah, I just like that he takes his, you get to the next page, he takes his anger out, and he literally takes the clothes she was just wearing. Yeah, and brings them to life. Br- yeah. And, and you then see these demon monsters. Dance. Yeah. This monster cade. And he's got this power trip going, you know, get on your knees and apologize. It's like, holy cow. We didn't see this evilness of that of no. him yet, right till there. Yeah. On page 142. But yeah, and, and then you get, you know, you get over to page 143 and you find out kind of what happened. You you see this, the kid and you get his history where his parents yeah. were played with a Ouija board and. Yeah, this they, is a horror movie set up right here. Yeah, right? and they did this thing where all of a sudden they created this, pulled in this monkey king that just started. <laughs> it's a little like white demon monkey that just started killing them. Yeah, like it, on 144, you it, see it jump out and it's a perfect like jump scare moment. Yeah. Because it's just like it, this white, tiny, abominable snowman and just monkey. A, exactly. And, you know, you get over to 145 and that was horrific. But I think oh. it was worse than the fact that the monkey just crawls into bed with the kid yeah. and licks his fingers. I mean, holy Licks the kid's mackerel. fingers. And so you go from also there, that maybe there's nothing wrong with this kid, but a traumatic oh, moment yeah. in his life that made him go into, yeah. you know, uh, a mental shock, a mental, you know. Yeah. And, and I love that you get back to, you know, the next page you get back to like this auction that Jason Blow was at. And <laughs> you see this, you see this guy trying to put this, Swordfish up on his roof rack, and which he already told someone, yeah, about um, their death, yeah, being by swordfish, yeah, right, yeah. And this, so here it the, is, the we're creepy like, oh. sales guy in the beginning. And so you see the swordfish, you see this married couple arguing because you know the <laughs> the husband thinks the wife is having an affair, and you know this couple's and, and just the worst couple. Yeah, and like, this is the the, the d bag that Jason was talking to. Jason Blow was <laughs> talking to earlier. It was like, you look, you're going to go on trial for manslaughter. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, yeah, right. What are you talking about? You know, and the two of them are arguing, and then it just, <laughs> he's hes driving away, you know? Uh-huh. He's got this swordfish on there. We know uh, it's leading up to something yeah. uh, not good, but we, boom, we're back in the swamp. Yeah, and back in the swamp, and you get, now you get Alec doing his whole kind of, his recap, but also kind of his Jedi thing, right? Yeah, he goes We're into to, like a meditative green state, right? Yeah, again, it's him trying to... And I think this was a clever way to do it to catch up on past events. Yeah. These are major moments for what's happened to him and where he's at now. So for a new reader to jump in, they could jump in on this page. Yeah. And understand what's going on. Absolutely. It's a nice little recap. And, and it's but pretty. I think he is drawing upon his Alec energy that's yeah. his Alec spirit. Yeah. And again, his meditative green state. It's just it's a beautiful page too. It's like a two page plat splash page on yeah. one forty seven with it, it's very pretty. I mean, the yeah, whole, just, the artwork and everything. Just the, way, the calm look on yeah. Swamp Thing's face, right? With his eyes closed. Yeah. Very meditative page. Yeah, and then you get back to page 148, and you got Jason Blood <laughs> playing with a Ouija board. and yeah. just. this is bad. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, he's just trying to figure out what's been happening, and then. <laughs> and why is he there? We still kind of don't know at this moment. We do yeah. know there was this strange monkey, uh, abominable snowman creature. Yeah. And Jason Blood is there. We know who Jason Blood is. Yeah. So uh, I'm tying it together at this point. Yeah. And, yeah. and 149, again, Abigail's got the worst luck. You know, <laughs> the creepy salesman guy that... Oh my Jason, gosh. That, uh, on the bus. Jason, yeah, Jason Blood met. He's now hitting on her. Right. Like, aggressively hitting on her. Like, He's an hey. insurance salesman from Groundhog Day that, yeah. that, that <laughs> gets Phil? too close to be Phil? Phil? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Ned Ryerson? That's his name, right, I think? Yes. Ned? And he's just, he is hitting on her. He's I like, have missed you. And she keeps turning him down, and he's just like, I understand what you're saying, but what about this? I got my card right here. Yeah. Come on, just take it. Take it. And then you get that couple that was arguing, and then oh. that, the salesman's in the middle of the street, and then the car, the couple slams <laughs> on the brakes, and the swordfish goes flying of off. Of course it does. And, and again, Abby's standing there right next to this guy that was hitting on her, uh-huh. just who just got impaled by a swordfish. <laughs> and the DC scaling down the blood a, a bit looks yeah. like it's just like pink muck. Yeah. Not blood uh, on and the then floor. A, <laughs> you know, you get you get to page one fifty one. And she's being approached by another creepy guy, which we know is Jason Blood, but oh she doesn't gosh. know him. But it, take a look at the, um, I think, though, there's a little cameo on the top right of page 151. Uh, Sting actually shows up. Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> you didn't see that before? Or I did. did. I did notice that. So is Alan Moore a fan of Sting? Or is the artist a fan of Sting? Yeah, who Why knows? Do they, I mean, he's so clearly Sting, yeah. right? And, and talk about maniacal, because, you know, here's Abby. She's crying because she just saw this man dying from her. She's trying to walk away and... Here's another creep picking up on her almost. Right. And she's just like, okay, huh? Who the hell are you? And he just has this moment where he just starts laughing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who the hell indeed? Uh-huh. It's like, what? Yeah, that's not frightening for a grown yeah. man to be just laughing it, his ass off. And very British, you know, forgive me, Miss Cable. Does he say My blood? blood? blood. Jason blood? blood. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> gross, man. Jason blood. Yeah. Yeah. Horrifying. And we see another creepy moment with crazy abominable snowman monkey, oh yeah um, but and the young boy you see the monkey hasn't gone away yeah and this is tormenting this kid yeah it torments the kid but here's where you find out that the monkey's looking for a master and he's feeding off the fears of these children he's you know he's a little bit of freddy right yeah. feed from fear yeah um just just creepy oh and i love how they just draw him you know yeah. the kids. Uh, the kids crying. The monkeys are licking his face. Oh, yeah. And then you just get on the last page of this issue at 153, you get the monkey walking down the hallway, yeah. licking his lips. He's just hungry. That is frightening. He's yeah. got like a blue tongue too, like an yeah. ice blue tongue. Yeah. Just great, creepy monster drawing. Perfect. Yeah. It's pretty great. And I don't think we ever see that monkey again, do we? Is he in anything? He's I don't the next remember. couple of issues, but, but no, I, mean, I don't believe so. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so now we're uh, 26. This yeah. is like the, uh, this is probably the last issue or maybe last two issues. The last, one of the last two and issues. And what framework on this cover, this red sort of uh, snake it's monster Yes, thing? something like that. But in the and look in the background at the moon. The demon. Is the demon. Yeah. Jason Blood, the demon. Fits so perfectly into this world. Yes. But yeah, you got Swamp Thing fighting that, whatever that red monster thing is. And yeah. The kid in the background, it's between, you know, he's between... It and the kid and Can Abigail. Can you see this red monster thing? We're, we'll 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 I, see. We'll remember. I think we'll see. I don't I don't quite remember. And Abby, of course, the worst place at the worst time ever. Yeah. We get back into the swamp on 155, 
and Swamp Thing's running Abby. They're just running. Yeah. This beautiful moonlight, but they are booking they're, it. And she's her the whole exposition behind it is she's like, just running, just gotta keep going, just keep moving. He's pulling me along, he's dragging me along, and just keep running. Yeah. You know, and it's it's called a time of running. I, you know, it's great. Right. It's a great issue name. It ties right in as they're running. Yeah. <laughs> and so Jason Blood is is kind of there. And they're now, I imagine, flashing back to when uh, they were talking a little bit more. Yeah, you know, she and actually sit down with Jason Blood, and they're having a little tea, and he's trying to tell her about, you know, there's bad things happening. Right. You know, where she's working, and she just, she doesn't want to hear it, because this nope. is her safe place. This is her place to be away from the craziness. Right. Which is ironic, considering she's working with kids that need mental help, mm -hmm. but she doesn't, it's not that kind of crazy. It's where she could be human. Right. And so they're still running and still running, and he takes them. He takes her to where she works. Yeah, they're they're going as fast as they can, you know. And it, I don't know, is this your eagle? Because here's a bird flying out, <laughs> falling out of the air. On, yeah, I don't think that's an on eagle, page right? one fifty nine. It to me, it looked like a crow, but yeah, you know. I think we got we got forty seven eagles, right. one hawk, and one but. Crow. The fact that this monkey's sucking everything out of the air and these birds are just flying. Yeah, there's the rats ground. at their feet there too. Yeah. Rats, so. raccoons were dying before. Yeah. It's just killing all the animals between, you know, itself and where, you know, Swamp Thing and Abigail's running. So creepy. And then and then there's a kid uh, completely naked coming at her. Yeah, you know, and I just read this as that's what's kind of going on in that institution. Here's this right. kid that all these kids are having these eruptions of psychotic events and it's all tied in to the monkey to the monkey the white abominable yeah. snowman it, monkey you know, as they a, show all these creepy crazy drawings yeah and it's just her from first different day of kids work. right yeah her first day of work and she starts putting the pieces together being like well wait a minute here yeah you know these this shouldn't be happening and she's meeting the staff she's like if it was one kid that was having it this why is all the kids having it now right and they have a, he, she has a further conversation and break it down. It's this, the monkey king. Yeah. And nobody believes him. Yeah, a except for she believes him. Yeah, that's so nice. That's yeah. Like, so it's like a sweet moment that she's yeah. like, look, I believe. She's seen so much crazy things in her life. Yeah. Like, and, and <laughs> she's going to believe a kid that says there's a monkey king that's coming to kill her. On page 164, that bottom yeah. panel with the her eyeball. Yeah. And, and I'm assuming it's her eyeball. Because it's got lashes on it. Her yeah. eyeball unlocking the, the door of the, the room that her and Matt have. Yeah. That just it's so great. And then you get to the next page and it's just an explosion of anger. Yeah, they're finally having a fight. Like they've this has been a long time coming for yeah. Abby and Matt to have a fight because man, they got some serious issues. Oh here. yeah. I mean he's jealous of these kids that she's trying to help. Right. You know, it's like... And he's got this weird, uh, crazy demon tablet and sees demons and stuff. There's something crazily going on yeah. with Mr. Matt here. And, and I love that you get a glimpse of, he's got a TV guide. It's <laughs> like, nobody knows what that is anymore. <laughs> right. But, you know, his his big complaint is that he's like, what if I need you? You're not here for me. Yeah. You know, but the other side is, he's not there for her. It doesn't paint a pretty picture for either one of them. No. Like they're both kind of at fault here. It's like, you know... Exactly, I and need you to know, call it. <laughs> he's he basically says he starts feeling guilty. He's like, you know, you're you're going back to work at night. Why don't you take the car? And she's like, no, I'm right. just walking. Right. Neither one of them are. Why are they still even together? It, exactly. He need to just end this quickly. Exactly. So she goes right to Alec, of course. 
Goes right to the hot swamp thing. Now, now I haven't <laughs> mentioned this before, but she's arcane. She's Abigail Arcane. Her uncle was his nemesis. He was right. the corpse in the very beginning. Yes, we forgot to mention that. You're yeah, right. Yeah, so that, that's that's who she is. That's where she ties in. And she was kind of the redemption of the Arcanes. Yeah. So. She's like the one good one. Yeah. And she's just like this this sort of being of love and innocence and peace. Yeah. She wants to help children. She, Although she, you know, not, not, not a big fan of yeah. being married or putting a lot of effort yeah, into being not, married. But, but otherwise, she's a, you know, very, a character we are rooting for. Yeah, and, and what I love is when she gets to Alec, he already knows that there's trouble. He already knows they need to get moving. And he's just going to help her. He doesn't question it. He doesn't do yeah. anything, you know. And they, he just, he runs her to, to her work, to the institution, you know. Page 168, just kind of the, that, that, again, that bottom panel that she's, she can't breathe. She can't, because she, she ran that whole way there. Yeah. And being dragged. And I, I like that Swamp Thing feels more like a hero here, you know. Yeah. He's already developed. We've yeah. reached that point now where he's like, oh, he's a very kind of clear hero. He wants to do what he can here and help. And he went right back to this. Yeah. The house that the monkey built. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you get the Monkey King, and he's he's in there with the the little kids, and Holy the, he can taste their fear, and he's like licking their hands, and he's pulling the kid along. He's like he needs a master. Yeah, you know, and, and that's that's just kind of a piece. He just kind of pulls them through, and and you're very sensitive to. Um, TV shows and oh. movies or anything depicting children that oh, come yeah. to true harm. Was this bothering you? You know... I mean, it's a comic, so it's a different feel, yeah, right? But not, in a comic form, it doesn't bother me. Okay. It doesn't because it's just not... I don't know. Just something... Something uh, different in the comic medium. Yeah. I understand. But yeah, you're you're always one to be sensitive. Like, oh, if there's like a TV show where they're hurting kids or what, no. I'm out. Yep. I don't even want to... Well, I'm typically not big on drama, so. <laughs> but comic drama, a little different. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, these horrific scenes of the white monkey torturing, tormenting oh. children. Uh, I'm ready for this monkey to be just uh, filleted, um, you know, just, what do you call it, horse drawn and yeah. quartered just to and, be destroyed and how in some gruesome way. And some of these afflictions these kids have. Oh. The one little girl is there because when she was a little girl, she suffocated her baby brother because she didn't know better. Yeah, man. And she's living with that. And then another boy. Yeah, the he, monkey's form is changing. Yeah. And then, and then you get this creepy little infant blue hand reaching yeah, up at her. Another little boy is so terrified of cancer because some adult told him what it was. And yeah. just, it got locked in his head that this is it. And he, he sees these cancer forms. He doesn't even know what cancer looks like. Yeah. And he sees horrific forms to this. These are like their worst nightmares being materialized. Yeah. And that monkey needs to be destroyed in a fiery ball of, of destruction. Yeah. It needs to be exploded. Exactly. And, you know, he's just torturing everything and just, uh, I, you know, swamping and Abigail bust in there and they're just confronted with these horrors that they uh, got to fight. Horrific. And I love, though, that as we, the, the, the visions of all their, of their most horrible nightmares, yeah. we realize, like, that's why the demon is drawn to this. Yeah. That is why he's there. He has come for a worse demon. Yeah. What, what's the worst thing? He, yeah. Oh, and this, you know, the demon just being up on the top of this this house and or this yeah. uh, institution, you know, on page 172. And the, the stark reds and yellows that make up Beautiful. the demon. And, oh. It did some of that with the Floronic Man. It's that same yeah. color pa paletting, but uh, the red 
is added to this moonlit night, right? And the blues, it just pops. Yeah. And I, his face is wonderful. The, the only issue I have with this, I think he's drawn beautifully, is the rhyming. Because the demon always talks in rhymes. These rhymes didn't flow. No, they did. They, they they were a little too stuttered. A little, you know? little like a, and, like haikus maybe. And I didn't have the energy to go see. Is this a haiku? <laughs> it's is this, a haiku. What is this? I I just was like I'm. I believe it's haiku that's happening here. But yeah, you're right. The traditional um, even the font of the demon yeah. wasn't the same font in yeah. this right. It, it gives you this feeling that he's talking in medieval terms. And, yeah. And it's not here. So yeah. That was fine. But it was still great to see him. Yeah, and I, I just love that the, the demon, he's just as destructive. He just rips a, a window off on, you know, on yeah. page 173. He just rips the window as off. As he's laughing maniacally. Yeah. Like, he's just having a ball doing this. Yeah, and he's just, he's there to hunt this this monkey king. and Oh, he does a rhyme here, though, too. Feast, jack and ape, eat hearty while you can. Yeah. Upon your necks, the breath of Etrigan. Yeah. That's a nice one. That one kind of flow. It's like the only flowing one, I think. Yeah, and, but I do love that splash page on 174 with him just busting through the glass. Yeah. That's, that's such a good demon picture. Wonderful. Just white background. Just kept yeah. it really clean and simple. And yeah, so now we... Uh, are these some of the some of the douches that, we, that we're coming into contact with that we go back to on page 175? That's Matt. Oh, yeah, it's Matt. Matt, and he's just chugging the beer down. He's just chugging the booze, yeah. and he's like... But wait, I had a fight with Abby. I should I should get in my car and drive. Yeah, there you go. There's yeah. a smart one. You know, she shouldn't be out here at night. And he gets in his car and he just... Watch out for that tree! Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, uh, as every you know after-school special shows you, you can't be drinking and driving. And he just yeah. crashes into a tree. End of episode. And then I do believe 27 is the end. I believe it is. Because 28 too. it doesn't get to, which is, yeah. again, the first comic book that I ever... One of the first comics I ever bought. So cover of, uh, man, on page 177, yeah. issue number 27 of Saga of the Swamp Thing. Beautiful. Did you even notice that the, the Saga of the Swamp Thing fonts and colors was to match the demon? Yeah. Just beautiful as he bursts through a window and Swamp Thing are there and Abby's standing there like just surprised yeah. that the demons just burst through. I love that he's the centerpiece of this cover. Oh, yeah. And even like you see his reflection in the broken glass. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's great. and. Yeah, and, and I like that they carry that through to the next page where you just see the shattered glass falling. Yeah. And all the horrific look as everybody... And there's... The people are the only ones that look innocent. Swamp Thing looks like a monster. The Monkey King looks like a monster. Yeah. The Demon looks like a monster. Abby looks like the kids. Yeah. Innocent. But yeah, this monkey on the next page, uh, 179... This is insane. It's a probably Ooh, yeah. a double page splash, right? You've got kids' drawings and their interpretation of him, yeah. and then like he seems to have multiple legs and arms, and he's just the demon is slashing his back. And yeah. he seems to grow and shrink in size too. Oh, the, he, he moves all around. King. He's just all over the place. But great yeah. action scene. Um, you just I wanted him, the Monkey King, to to die a horrible yeah. death here. And I love that you know Abby figures out that they got to get the kid away. Yeah. Gotta get the kid away. As soon as the Monkey King breaks holding the kid's hand apart, she just grabs the kid and says, yeah. like, I gotta get him out of here. It's very nice. It seemed like their psychic link has, was broken. Yeah. The, the monkey's not feeding from its fear of this boy. And then they can finally kind of actually fight a tangible demon here. And yeah. Swamp Thing just punches him and grabs <laughs> him. He's ripping him apart. Yeah. Page, I love it. The, you know, page 188 on. They're, they just, it's a full on drag out fight. 
181? Yeah, 181. Oh, yeah, 182. Yeah, they're still fighting. They're still fighting. He's just like, run. We're just monsters. Yeah. You know, and Abby just runs, which as any sane human should. Yeah. I guess there's that, from the cover of that other, the weird red serpent snake thing. Yeah. The monkey becomes his biggest fears. It's crazy. And I'm sure it's probably a worm because worms ate Alex Holland's corpse. Yeah, so he's seeing that bit of fear there, isn't he? Because he's literally holding on to the yeah. white monkey king, so it's affecting his brain. And yeah, Abby's just running. And then we go back to Matt's uh, his accident where he hit a tree because yeah. he's drunk. He's gonna die. He got his teeth knocked out. Yeah. He's upside down. The car's a wreck, and a fly starts talking to him. Yep. Uh, so he definitely is infected of some way and some kind of yeah. Those tablets. It goes back to those commandment tablets, yeah. I believe. But we haven't seen those in a long time too. No. So. Abby's still running, and uh, the demon sort of catches up to them. Yeah, because the demon's plan would, is very simple. The monkey needs a connection. The connection's a kid. Kill the kid. Yep. You know, and that's that's going to obviously put him at odds with Abigail. And as you can see, and I love this one, on page 186, yeah. Swamp Thing, he just takes a freaking tree and smacks the demon with a yeah, tree. Yeah, you just see him rip the tree out. Yeah. He barely gets to finish the sentences, but is it necessary? Crash! And on 186, just he hits him over the head with a giant tree. Yeah. It's great. So they got to fight because Swamp Thing doesn't want him to kill the young boy. No. And, and they go, it, a typical superhero fight, and it's a vicious fight. Yeah. You know, at one point in 187, the demon has pulled off his arm. Yeah. Swamp Thing's arm. And he, he just and puts I, it right back. Just reattaches. I love that. He's like, didn't work, and then he just punches him. Yeah, but then you, you get that monkey. Abby, Abby's still running. And you got that monkey kink following. God, that thing is horrific. Yeah, the, the saliva dripping out of its mouth oh. onto onto the forehead of the, Abby. It's so horror movie. The different sized fingers. Ugh. What is wrong with that? Very alien on page 188. Just, yeah. just frightening. And, and you get back to 189 and you get Matt and he's still talking to this fly who's trying to cut him a deal. <laughs> Matt's, Matt has gone bye-bye. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, the, I'm going to cut you a deal. Um, but now, here's the worst part. I'm going to keep you alive. But here's the worst part. And he flies into his mouth. <laughs> oh, of course he does. You know? So gross. And then we have uh, Abby. Her um, fear materializes into... Matt. Matt. Yeah. And it's like, holy crap. And then the kid, like, leave her alone, like, screaming at the bottom of the page. Yeah. And he sort of has no fear now. Yeah, he. this is where he realizes, it's like, this monkey is taking everybody that's cared about him away. And so he just starts, and the monkey even tries to turn into his mom. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're not that. That's a you're messed up demon monkey right there. Yeah, and I just love that this kid gets this power where he just, he shrinks this demon down to like, in his palm. Yep, and then it's tiny little demon monster and like <laughs> it just, the, it's just a, like a little bug in his hand now because of the lack of fear and it looked like the kid was going to eat the, the monster at first and he, the demon's like wait l- l- let me this is kind of my thing yeah. and he just gulp just swallows the little little bug and digests him uh, I just imagine it's like eating a peep yeah, like you know <laughs> a little soft little marshmallow sweetness at least I'll let him go in head first you know <laughs> nice. I yeah. think it tastes more like a like a rotten jalapeno is what yeah. this little demon would have tasted like. But yeah, and then the, the, the demon just runs off very like Phantom of the Opera like. 
like haha I'm out of here yeah and uh, and that's that's where the demon says my do- my job is done I yeah. go he could have rhymed he could have rhymed out he could have but he rhymed didn't. out drop the mic do a little rhyme out he didn't but no but and she's uh, like wait what do you mean yeah she's just <laughs> like gone. you just took off and then she's like okay hold on I'll be right back she takes off she leaves you know Alec with the kid and I, I just I love this middle panel where this little boy who's oh, been yeah. so frightened just is holding Swamp Thing's hand. Yeah. He's a hero. It's like, that's what you want. Like, right? This is a superhero comic. Yeah. Like, there it is. And he, Swamp Thing says, scared. And I love the, yeah. the of course, all of his bubbles are like orange. It's just yeah. an earthy feel. And and he looks a little frightened, but he's like, no, not anymore. And can I go home, please? And there's just this, yeah. this look on the Swamp Thing's face, like, I'll take you home. Yeah. You know, and just it, the next page is just... Him and the kid getting to know each other and talking about monsters and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. And how Swamp Thing, like, I saw fire. Yeah. And, and someone, he's talking about his memories of Alex and, of Alec and. Yeah. And yeah, they're just having this great little conversation. They hold hands and kind of walk, walk off up the into sunset. the sunset. Yep. Yep. And yeah. we go right back to Abby. Yep. She finds Jason Blood. She knows he's the demon. You know? And you get a little exposition by him because I don't think the demon was a character that much at that time. Right. I think this was kind of the, his first reintroduction since Jack Kirby started. I do believe so, right? Yeah. First so, time we saw him since the yeah, Kirby he, work. Again, he's very Hulk-esque where he's like, well, we, make it, we made a deal. He takes a little bit of me. I take a little bit of him. Yeah. But he's a demon. Can you really trust him? You know, I'm finding I have a little bit more of him. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's uh, you know, if you, I thought he was going to leave. I was surprised that we saw him in Jason Blood yeah. form when the demon said goodbye. But Abby kind of has a, a, a chance to say, you know, goodbye to him. Yeah. And, and, uh, and like, kind of gives, a, a, like, a little bit of a warning. Like, you know, like, he may be back. Yeah. Is what, she, what he sort of says to her. You know, like, I, I was called here for a reason. I could be called to come back again. Yeah. And I, I think he's alluding to Matt. Yes, he might be. He might be. He might be because it's a thread at at this point that we we don't go into because like in one ninety eight they're back to um, you know they're swamping's going back to the swamp. Yeah, he drops the kid off at the Elysium School, comes back, he's back in his swamp, and he's good to go. And Matt apologizes to Abby here at the end of one ninety nine. That's right. A car's healed. Car's right. The car's fine. He's fine. And there's just, as, as the, you know, he's like, look, I apologize. Um, I wanted to help. I need a ride. And she gets in the car. Yeah. And there's this sort of dark, shadowy, you know, again, it's a metaphor yeah. to this is not good. Yeah. As, uh, you know, as they drive away. And then right at the bottom, the story is dedicated with awe and affection to Jack Kirby. Yeah, it's fantastic. The end. Yeah. And the page after, the, the, there's, a, I also, there's an iconic painting uh, yeah. done by Michael Zuli. Yeah. That's just gorgeous. Yeah. It, it says here, it served also as an inspiration for a cold cast porcelain statue. I need to see that. I need to find out where I'm that sure was that from 1996. Pricey. pricey at that I point. I bet, because it is beautiful. He's like holding yeah. roses in his hands. Yeah. And he's standing in the swamp like waist high. And it's like a, like a dove in the in the top right. Yeah. I, I screenshot the heck out of this too, man. Now the, beautiful. This, the whole thing, this was fantastic. This was... I think this was of of the ones we've read. 
this was the meatiest this was the heaviest this was but it was also the most fulfilling this this is where i get the awe of alan moore yeah you know um well you don't have any awe of any of him doing anything no, else nothing else this <laughs> is your this, singular awe this of, is alan singular awe of <laughs> alan moore and yeah this was fantastic it, this was this was like great choice yeah comics in its sweet spot i always wanted to visit this and understand it because i read it way well, i was way too young and i didn't read it completely i, I at, yeah. at this at 12 i was buying whatever i could find on the yeah. rack at 7-eleven near my dad's house yep and so i have like issue 20 i have like issue 17 issue 21 issue they're just a, yeah. a smattering so i never actually got to read it in its in its full yeah you know way it should be read and this was wonderful no great choice really great choice you can see why everyone hails Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Everybody talks about it, right? All the all the comic book forums, the nerds, the podcasts, the blogs that like this is one of the yeah. greatest of all time stories. No, th this was. This and it was might be Alan Moore's best work. I mean, I I, I definitely feel that you know his um, his uh, you know this distinguished gentleman and the Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen is even more dense than this. I mean, this is this is a nice medium yeah. level meatiness for Alan Moore compared to his other stuff. No, this was fantastic. So, yeah, great choice. Yeah, I agree. Great man. choice. A lot of fun, bud. Yep. Lots of fun. Well, there you go, folks. Saga of Swamp Thing, book one. We, uh, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope we inspired you to read this because it, uh, it is excellence, right? Oh, it was fantastic. Well, thanks, Mike. And uh, until next time, till we figure out uh, what we're going to read on the next comic book uh, club thing. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. But thanks for tuning in and hope you enjoyed it. See you later, Mike. Thank you, man. Take All right, bye. Boy, oh boy. That was seriously good. Saga of the Swamp Thing. Man, what a classic. We definitely highly recommend it. Five stars, three thumbs up. All of the positive love towards Saga of the Swamp Thing. You should definitely, definitely read it. It's a classic worth looking into and worth reading. I so enjoyed it. Uh, so what's next? Who's got the pick next for our little fun comic book club review commentary thing we got going? Well, it's my turn, and I'm actually leaning towards this David Rubin comic book called The Fiction. He, David Rubin's one of my favorite comic book artists of all time. His art just takes you to a fun, interesting, unique, weird place, and I love it, love it, love it. So uh, maybe that's what I'm leaning towards, but I'm not sure yet. But you'll stay tuned. You'll find out very soon what my pick will be for Michael and I to discuss on the very next Sunspots Comics podcast. But thank you so much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed it. Tell somebody if you really had a good time. Go over to iTunes. Give us a positive five-star review. We'd really love that. And if you want to take your support to kind of the next level, go over to sunspotscomics.com support. And any little tiniest of donation is seriously appreciated. It helps us. Uh, in, in ways you can't imagine. So seriously, thank you. So stay safe. Wash your hands. Keep your mask on. Read some comics. More importantly, of course, read them. They will bring you such joy. And of course, to be continued! If you're looking for a place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Somehow, it's Sunspots Comics now.